Better sleep means a better you. That's why Mattress Firm came up with the Rest Assured Promise, featuring the best mattresses from America's best mattress brands. Like the Temper Breeze Collection, available now, with a $300 instant gift good towards your choice of sleep accessories. Visit with our sleep experts in-store, online, or by phone to find the right bed for you. Only at Mattress Firm, America's number one Tempur-Pedic retailer. Offer valid with qualifying purchase. Restrictions apply. Valid at participating locations only. For offer details, visit mattressfirm.com slash sale. Introducing the s Podcast channel, your new source for all types of podcasts. We are looking for new podcasts to add to our channel. So if you ever wanted to start a podcast, reach out to us via Twitter, DM, or just add us at s Podcast. Or message us on Facebook or even email us at s Podcast at gmail.com. Once you reach out to us, we'll tell you the best way to create a podcast. All types of podcasts are, are welcome. So anything you want to talk about for a podcast, just let us know. No idea is a bad idea. We're already on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Google Play, and all other podcast apps. All you have to do is record the podcast. So hit us up soon so you can start your podcast now. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to episode six of the Jay's Weekend Wrestling Podcast. I, of course, am Jay, bringing you all the hits and misses when it comes to professional wrestling. Now, this is a special episode. Um, I mean, I know number when you hear episode six, that doesn't really ring special episode. But you know what? This is a special episode, not only because there's tons of stuff to talk about, and I will get into that in a second, but since there is so much to talk about, your boy Jay needed a little bit of help. So what I've done is I enlisted the services of a, a podcast partner of mine that I've had for about a year. We haven't been able to record in a long time, but you know what? The the dust is being knocked off tonight, ladies and gentlemen, because I have with me tonight my partner in crime, my brother from another mother, my co-host of the Pull No Punches podcast, which will be returning shortly we'll get into that in a little bit <laughs> ladies and gentlemen i present to you izzy israel welcome back home buddy what is going on finally <laughs> <laughs> it's been a minute uh i feel good i feel i feel sexy i feel yeah. like i'm ready to take over like triple h did when he came back at madison Square oh. garden um so much to talk about. It's, it's fitting. Uh, apologize for the hiatus to our loyal fans. Um, <laughs> but this isn't a clean finish wrestling show. I'm just a guest for the day. This is Jay's uh, uh, podcast. I feel like Marty Jannetty almost. You know, you, 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 did, you did your thing and you shot Michaels up. But now I guess it's Triple H is back and this is the DX. So we're going to figure this thing out and, and rock out like we used to. But even better. Rock out with our whoa whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> <laughs> oh man so yeah man like as he said and like I said in the beginning there are tons of stuff to get into so here's pretty much the gist of what's going to be uh, spoken about tonight um, this is technically a uh, Clash of the Champions preview show of course Clash of the Champions will be taking place this Sunday on the WWE Network um, which is uh, Monday Night Raw's solo first solo pay-per-view since the brand split but um before we get there we're going to talk about smackdown's first pay-per-view that took place a couple of weeks back backlash we're also going to talk about 
Um, all the stuff leading into Clash of the Champions this past week's Monday Night Raw, Friday Night SmackDown. I mean, you get Friday Night SmackDown. Whoa, <laughs> SmackDown Live. Um, a, a little NXT because, I mean, nothing, unless you're really following the storyline, nothing is really happening of note. Um, we're going to get into the finals of the Cruiserweight Classic. we will talk about how that's going. The Cruiserweights made their debut on Monday Night Raw. Um, and also, you know, we're all, and we're going to speak. On UFC 203, I gave my predictions about that. I was kind of off on some of them, but I was kind of right on some of them. You know, half and half. Right. Um, mainly talking about CM Punk's debut, that debacle that went down, um, and what should Punk do next. We'll, we'll discuss that. So, yeah, tons of stuff to get into. Let's get right down to it. Um, let's do a thing that we are very familiar with. It's called Quick Hits. Um, so, let's talk about Paige real quick. Because uh, with this whole Alberto Del Rio leaving the comp- leaving uh, the company, um, going back to Mexico, doing whatever he ha- he got to do, obviously with him and Paige dating, everyone is under the assumption that Paige is on the way out to join him. Um, she was suspended just like Del Rio was uh, for violating the wellness policy, so they say. Um, and, you know, rumors were going around rampant that Paige hired lawyers to get out her contract and all this other stuff. But you being the broadcast journalist that you are, um, Izzy, you sent uh, myself and our boys up at the S&D podcast channel. Big ups to Stephen Dan. Uh, Dan, heck, keep hanging in there, my nigga. Yes. You're doing good, bro. Stay strong, brother. We're here with you. We love you. Pull Sir. through, buddy. Yeah, man. Absolutely. He's a he's an ass kicker, so he'll be That's good. Right. Um so you provided us with some info that Paige uh, tweeted about. Uh, what, what was that info? Oh, well, basically, she shut down all the rumors. I mean, she said that she was indeed suspended, but she by no means is done with the WWE or the WWE done with her. And she's going to be back in action, you know, as soon as she can, as soon as her suspension is up. You know, in wrestling, there's the common theme of if your boyfriend goes or your husband goes, automatically the wife goes. I don't know where that started, but it's, it seems to be a reoccurring thing. You know, Cody goes and his wife goes, CM goes and AJ goes. So I guess as fans, we automatically assume, well, Del Rio's gone, so his chick must go too. But apparently that's not the case. I mean, if you watch Total Divas, you know that Paige is a knucklehead and she's going to do whatever the hell she wants to do anyway. So I didn't see it. You know, as as her leaving because of this dude. I mean, they're not married. They just started dating. If from, from what I'm, you know, from what I, I I was gonna say, from what I've been told, like if I'm in the locker room or something. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, from what we publicly know. But the girls, what, twenty five, maybe. Out there, reels almost forty, if not forty. Yeah. So it's you know, she's not. She still could be the the champ in a year or so. I mean, the division has kind of passed her by a little bit, but. I was just about to ask you, uh, and the thing was, she had mentioned that that she didn't fail the wellness policy for like drugs or anything like that. But apparently, just like what Eva Marie said, she she failed to give in her paperwork in a in a timely fashion. Like she was late on giving in paperwork. So I don't know who who at this point who cares. The suspension is pretty much up, but it, it's good to know that she clarified. You know, so everybody can stop making rumors and, and, and all this other stuff that she will be back in the company. But yeah, Paige is only, like you said, 23 years old and she has two years left on her contract. So it's like, OK, by the, it, that, that it's crazy how young she is. We forget that she came into the company at 18 years old. You know what I mean, so 
you figure she's a veteran already because all these girls who have come up. My question is, when she does come back, what show should she go to? And on top of that, like you said, the, the division has kind of passed her by. We have Sasha, we have Bailey, Charlotte. All these girls have come up since Paige, you know, has kind of, you know, moved away a little bit. Right. Where Where is Paige in the pecking order? Is she still a top, not diva, but top women's wrestler in WWE? Or is she kind of, you know, lower in the card? You know what I mean? Uh, it, I honestly, I, I'm call me crazy. Don't call me crazy. Whatever, but I would put her back in the NXT and feud with Oscar. Man, get her, get her some, some support under her belt. Maybe turn her face again. I don't know Oscar's character in NXT, but her character seems to be, you know, play both sides a little bit. She's a little weird yeah. and she's kind of crazy. So if you want to get her back. Because what, what we fell in love with Paige was well, everybody was excited for her to come because we knew that she was putting on crazy matches in NXT. Once she got to WWE, that kind of went away pretty fast. Like her match quality was kind of, you know, it, it wasn't what we saw in NXT. So if you get her back in there and you put her with somebody like Asuka, who's going to make her perform, who's going to, you know, not hold back and make her... First of all, Paige has to get in shape because when... The last time we saw her, she was a little uh, uh, yeah. round in the midsection. <laughs> if you yeah. say. she had a little bit of a pouch going. Right, in. she had a little bit of a muffin top. And I know females are going to be like, oh, you're sexist. Why does everybody have to be sexy? Well, we got Nia Jax. We're good with one. We don't need, we don't need, a, <laughs> <laughs> we don't need a roster full of these pudgy girls. However, yeah. pudgy or not pudgy, be in between. You can't have a muffin top. Let's, let's get in shape. Let's get yeah. back into NXT and... and and work some good matches. Get get your feet wet. Maybe fight. Maybe wrestle for the belt. You lose that, but you come back. You know, at at, at one of these pay per views in a tag match or, or whatever, something. But if we can see that she can wrestle well again, great again. Because when she was in NXT, man, she was looking like the best girl in the company. Either you know the main show or or NXT. She just looked like the best girl. Period. And she gets to the main roster, and I don't know if the limelight or the cameras or the total divas or whatever it was, it just got to her head, and, and you know, she, her, the quality of matches suffered for it. So if it was me, if I was running the show, I would have her go back to NXT. Not for long, you know, maybe a month yeah. or so, you know, yeah. Get yeah some, that, that one run, yeah, that makes sense. Right, get the rust I, off. I, I didn't think of that. That's actually a pretty good idea, and no one would expect it. And the thing is also... You know, they took Bailey. They took all these girls from NXT. Who is there for Asuka to feud with? Right. I mean, yeah, Ember Moon, she just got there, but she don't put her in there already. No, she needs no, a few no. more months under her belt before she can get in there with Asuka. Um, there's really no one there at, at a high name level. You bring Paige out of nowhere. Let's say Asuka, you know, I cleaned the division out. Everyone I've wrestled. I, I sent them up to the, you know, it, it, I mean, it almost seems like a demotion to go up to the main roster, it looks like. Mm -hmm. I mean, so Asuka could say, I beat all these girls, I sent them packing. You know, I took out your 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 fan favorite, Bailey. I, I beat, you know, all these girls. All of a sudden, you hear the, the scream of Paige's music, the crowd will go apeshit over it. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Nobody will expect it. And like you said, if she, she puts on those good performances against someone that caliber... Yeah, bring her back in a month and, and, and have her, I guess, go after Nia Jax or, or, or any of these girls on Raw who are making name for themselves and be like, look, you forgot about me. 
I was here before all of you. I was the chosen one before you girls got here. Right. Now, now I'm back to claim my spot. So I right. think unless if, you know, they're just, if Paige is just there and then they just shit on her and they just send her up to the main roster and have Nia Jax just eat her up, I just think that would be a bad idea, especially Paige is still young enough where she can rejuvenate her name and, and do good things. But, I mean, let's see what they do with that. There's a lot more competition now. Yeah, and you could play off the whole Total Divas thing, you know, anyway, because on the show, on Total Divas, apparently Paige and and, uh, Alicia Fox, or Foxy as she likes to call her, are are best friends. And we know that Nia, we'll get into it later, but Nia is supposed to wrestle, or she's been feuding with Fox, you know, recently. So let's say Nia just demolishes this chick. Sunday and and now that's the new feud Paige and Nia those matches could be good you know Nia's not terrible um, yeah. but Paige could really bring the best out of her that that small you know high flyer not that Paige is necessarily a high flyer but she can go that matchup yeah. that contrast of styles that Shawn Michaels Vader the female version if you will that can o- that can always come you know bring good matches so it's it's all about the matches man because Paige has charisma she, she people like her. It's just her match quality that has that has suffered, and that's what we fell in love with in the beginning. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, hey, let's see what let's see what they do. You know, uh, her suspension is pretty much up. Eva Marie's suspension is up. So you know, and she's a she's a SmackDown wrestler. So let's see what they do with her. Right. She's changing her hairstyle every other day. Uh, I don't know <laughs> if that's uh, if that's good for the scalp, but uh, we'll, she might we'll be see. Bald Marie, so <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She might be having a uh, red wigs by the time uh-huh. she's back. In the <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, unfortunately, uh, on a on a sour note, apparently the son of Ravishing Rick Rude, nineteen year old, his nineteen year old son, I believe, died in a motorcycle accident or something wow. like that. Um, I think I forgot what part. I forgot where they lived at, but uh, I just I've read about it like a few days ago. You know, I think it happened like last week. Right. Rick Root's son, nineteen <laughs> years old. The kid was maybe he was maybe three years old when his father died. So I highly doubt he even knew who his dad was. Uh, uh, only way he could have known is family is stories, what his mom could have told him, and and what he's seen, you know, wrestling wise. Right. Yeah, I mean, I remember, I and mean, Rick Root was one of my favorite heels growing up. Like that dude was, he was just badass, bro. Yeah, like yeah. he was like. Before Val Venus came around, like we had Rick Rude, but only Rick Rude was a tough guy. You know what right, I mean? Right, 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 right. He would, he was a savage too. Like he would wear his opponent's wife's faces on, on his, his junk, on right his on tights. his, right on his junk. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he has that that distinction of being, you know, known as the only dude to be on Raw and Nitro on the same night. You know, he he's a you know he was a a, a big figure in, in the wrestling industry, and it's a shame that he's not in the Hall of Fame yet. Um, yeah, but unfortunately, you know, his son has joined him in the afterlife. Unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately, um, rest in peace, young Rude. <laughs> Rude yeah, Jr. I, I I'm so bad because I had the info on the kid, and and it's been a while. I couldn't record. It was my birthday, by the way, everybody. My birthday, my wedding anniversary, and my son's birthday. So yeah, <laughs> there's a lot going on. I, I, the, September is just as expensive as Christmas in my house. So yeah. <laughs> so uh, uh, 19 year old little rude, whatever your name was. Sorry, but rest in peace. Rest um, in peace. Now let's get into backlash real quick. Um, now I'm not going to get into the whole card because you know. It's old already, and unless yeah, yeah, we've been yeah. living on the rocks, no one, uh, you know, 
everybody knows what happened, but right. whatever. Main stuff. SmackDown's first uh, pay-per-view since the brand split, and uh, we have three new champions. Right. We have the tag team titles were, were crowned. They had their tournament. Um, Rhino and Heath Slater are the SmackDown tag team champions. Um, Why not? Yeah. Yeah, right? They defeated uh, the Usos in the finals. Uh, the new look Usos, they don't have the face paint no more. They look like, you know, thug. They look like thugs from the from the South Bronx, but, you know, whatever. That's cool. Um, they got their little hoodies and all that stuff. Do you think the Usos needed that change? Do you think they were yes. still the way they are? Yes. Or? They desperately needed that change. Yeah. I mean, like, they were getting stale as, you know, two-month-old bagels, man. They were, it was that whole gimmick, that whole shtick of being, you know, the yelling when you come out and doing the haka, whatever they call it. And they, it was just, there's no, I don't know, it was just too much too soon. I like the heel. I like them as heels. Um, I just think it's a better look for them. You know, it, it brings out some more of their personality. I mean, it's kind of funny how their career is playing out because Rikishi, was kind of that character and now he turned he was the bad man and now they're you know his sons are kind of doing that but just the tag team version so i think it's yeah. pretty dope man they can wrestle they, we know they can wrestle but the character was just a little whack yeah exactly exactly i totally forgot about that heel turn that short heel turn that rikishi had that he turned on too cool and beat their ass and then he had that rap yeah, I enjoyed Austin. it because Rikishi could work too for someone his size. Oh, not definitely. And and I was just happy that he wasn't you know for a little while he wasn't doing the stink face no more. He wasn't. Yeah, yeah, he was tough. just kicking ass. He was just a big four hundred pound Samoan ass kicker. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I think you know I, for a while I could give two shits about the Usos. You were right. right, and and they had mentioned it too on that talking smack thing that they have after SmackDown, and um. They were saying, oh, they asked them, I think Daniel Bryan or Renee Young, when do you think the fans started turning on you? And they were like, oh, you know, they started turning on us when we were, you know, hanging with our cousin Roman. You know what I mean? And, of course, Roman is vilified by the fans. So I guess by association, you know, they stopped liking the Usos. They were like, you know what? That's fine, though, because for a long time we've been the top tag team in WWE and, and, you know, the crowd ain't going to dictate our position in this sport was still the top. So mm-hmm. they, you know, so they, they got the attitude change. They're feuding right now with American alpha, you know what I mean? Cause they injured Chad Gable. They took them out of the tournament, took their spot. So, uh, that should, th- th- those should be good matches. But, uh, but yeah, back to Heath Slater and Rhino. I don't know if you've seen the whole, th- this whole Heath Slater thing, but it is funny as hell, bro. I haven't. Um, <laughs> I know that he was fighting for his job or something. And now, you know, now he's a champion. Yeah, because he didn't get drafted. So the his thing was he needs a job on any show because he got like seven kids. He got a wife. He lives in a trailer, you know. And and then he, they uh, Daniel Bryan kept telling him, "Look, you know, you want a job here? I'll give you a job. Why don't we put you in the tag team tournament? Only you have to find a partner. But the thing is, the only way you could get a job here is if you win the whole damn thing. Damn. So." Yeah. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, so he's he was trying to find partners and all this other stuff. And all of a sudden, the night was almost over, and he couldn't find nobody. All of a sudden, Rhino came out and said, I'll be your partner. So they they go through the whole tournament. They did these vignettes where he's in his single-wide trailer with his fat wife. 
making food and it, it was just funny stuff to watch man and then <laughs> he has a t-shirt that says i need this job and on the back it says i have kids <laughs> you know, like it was just <laughs> this is the best thing that's ever happened to this dude's career huh? <laughs> yeah man yeah it's funny because when they won the match they took the mic and uh one of the they have some new chick doing like uh, interviewing after the match is over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, oh, how are you feeling right now? And in very, like, Rocky fashion, he's like, I want to tell my wife and my seven kids, Daddy did it. We're getting a double wide. And he's like, <laughs> 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 he's so he's just real entertaining, man. Him and Rhino together is just, it's been fun. You know what I mean? It, it's something that WWE hasn't really provided, you know, in a long time. Just a right. fun storyline. You know what I mean? Like, Heath Slater's not the best worker. Everybody knows that. He's been a jobber for years. But you know what? He's an entertaining guy. He's a funny guy. And what we've seen on that show, like, uh, not, yeah, Swerved, right? Swerved, yeah. He's, he's, he's the star a, of that damn show. Yeah, he's he's a likable dude. You know what I mean? So you it, it, helps, it helps you want to root for the guy. You know what I mean? So he got his little tag team title run, him and Rhino. Let's see how long it lasts. I doubt they're going to be a long-term champions. You know what I mean? But... You know, for now, it's a fun little storyline, and, you know, it's just cool. You know, it's just cool to watch. So, uh, another thing worth of note in that pay-per-view, we had the crowning of the first-ever SmackDown Women's Champion in Becky Lynch. Um, she was involved in a six-pack challenge, as they call it. <laughs> six-pack. John Waldman came up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? Six-pack. Six um, it was her... Nikki Bella. It was a good Carmella. match. It was. It was. Natalia, uh, Alexa Bliss. Am I missing anybody? Um, what we got? Becky Lynch, Alexa Bliss, Carmella, Naomi, Natalia, and Nikki. Naomi. That's who I was missing. Naomi and her light, bright, glow-in-the-dark outfit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> um, and that, like, like you said, man, that was a good match. Uh, surprisingly for me, man, they've been pushing Carmella really, really hard. She's good. So far. She's much better she than what I She was the star of that match. She was the star of that match, for sure. I mean, she lost, but she was definitely, for me, at least, she was the star of the match. Um, I, th- I thought Backlash as a whole was better than SummerSlam, to be honest. I thought the matches yeah. were better. SummerSlam was, was miserable. But, um, yes, SummerSlam was full of botches and freaking like false, like weird finishes. Yeah, yeah, it was know? rough. But um, Backlash, I thought, was a decent, like, it was, it was good. And the main event, I mean, match of the year candidate, you know? And it's funny because that main event was with your boy, Dean Ambrose. Not my boy. If this is your, <laughs> if you don't know me, <laughs> do not be fooled by Jay. I do not like Dean Ambrose whatsoever. Um, but he did put on a good match with AJ, more so AJ putting on a good match with him. But I can't, t- I can't discredit the dude for, for putting on a hell of a match. Um, yeah. And I'm glad that they gave AJ the belt. Absolutely. I, I, I felt it was time to take the belt off Ambrose. I mean, <clears throat> I feel Ambrose was, you know, a decent champion in terms of the matches that he was having. Like his main event with Seth at a previous pay-per-view was okay. His matches with Roman were fine. But, you know, I just felt like... <sighs> He's something I, about him is missing. He Yeah, not only that, but it, it doesn't feel credible for me, even though Durrett's storyline, Durrett's fake, whatever. But the dude has been losing for two or three years straight. Mm-hmm. He's been a bum for three years, mm-hmm. and now he's the man. Nobody can beat him. It's not, it, it's not passable. You know what I mean? It doesn't make like, sense. 
Yeah, exactly. And his matches with his match with Dolph at SummerSlam was okay. He was a little more heelish. He had a little more of an attitude toward him, which was good. He amped it up a little bit. But, you know, I just felt this was the perfect time to give the belt to AJ Styles, especially when the brand split happened. I said, this is the chance. This is their time to give AJ Styles the belt. You know what I mean? So, and to my surprise, they, they did it. And, it. and it was great. You know what I mean? And the cool thing is AJ Styles doesn't have the secondary title. He has the title. Mm-hmm. So no one could discredit him and say, oh, he, he didn't win the title. He won that universal. No, no, no. No, no. He's no offense champ. to KO. That's my boy. He, right. and he's a champion, but he has the secondary world title. Right. It's oh, weird man. how Raw is kind of the lesser show now, for me at least. SmackDown yeah. has been better. Has, has been better than, than Raw. It has. And, and I was going to get into that in a little bit. Like, you know, and where, how are we feeling so far? With the drafts, with the with the brand split, how right. do we feel things are going? But let, let's talk about AJ Styles first, real quick, because uh, him winning the WWE Championship at, at Backlash puts him in some elite company because he's the only one in history to have held the NWA title, the TNA title, um, um, the IWGP Heavyweight title, and the WWE World title. He didn't win a role uh, in ROH. He held every title but their world title. Okay. He had the equivalent of, like, the universal title in ROH. He had what they called the ROH Pure uh, title, which was, like, an intercontinental title of sorts. You know what I mean? Okay. Um, so he held every ROH title except the world title. Um, he was, And if you want to go in another direction, he was the, he was the British uh, heavyweight champion in, in that company – where Zack Sabre Jr. comes from and, and all these and Will Ospreay and all these other guys, he was their world champion for a right. little while. And he was the PWG heavyweight champion. He's held titles everywhere he's been. So my question is, in the past decade, because he's done all of this within the past ten or twelve years, mm-hmm. where does AJ Styles rank among the best, you know, within the past decade? You know what I mean? He and for me, he would have to be top ten. Oh no, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, <coughs> you know, you get you take Austin out of the equation. He hasn't been wrestling for the past ten years. The Rock is gone. Michaels is gone. Mm-hmm. Pretty much all the legends, you know, are gone. With the exception, I guess Triple H is, was around, obviously, for the last ten years. Um, but um, according to PWI, that's Pro Wrestling Illustrated. That's basically the the Bible of wrestling, yeah. the Sports Illustrated of wrestling. They have their top ten list from 2005 to 2015, which is a ten year span. Yeah. Um, so we could go through that list if you want and yeah, yeah. see where Styles racks up. I'll go from uh, there from from bottom up. So this is the least ranked to the highest ranked. They got Bobby Roode at number ten. Uh, Del Rio, The Miz, Shawn Michaels, Okada, who's a New Japan, I mean, a beast. We'd love to see him in WWE. Uh, Sheamus, Tanashi, another New Japan guy, Undertaker, Mystico, Samoa Joe, who made his stripes in TNA. Obviously, he's known now as the NXT guy, but if you don't know him, if you don't know any of his work in in TNA, YouTube that, because he was incredible. Um, Jericho, Batista, Daniel Bryan. Styles coming in at, uh, he's in the top one, two, three, four, four. he's in the top seven, he's number seven, uh, Triple H, CM Punk, Edge, Kurt Angle, Randy Orton, and then John Cena. 
Okay. No Brock. Well, I mean, Brock was already out of the company in 04. And yeah. he didn't come back to 2012. So, at a limited time span as well, because he's a part-timer. I mean, from 2012 to 2015, he, he didn't really have that many matches. Right. That um, was the top 20 wrestlers of the past 10 years. So, Styles yeah. made the top 10. He's, he's number 7. He's number 7. And you figure with his year in WWE so far, it'll probably catapult him probably a good one or two more spots. Dude. If we look at, sorry to cut you off, but if we look at oh, the, the, the landscape of the WWE or wrestling period, all these, all the top guys are, you know, PWG guys, ROH guys, TNA guys like this. Who has WWE grown themselves that has been a star? Like, I can't think of, I can't, except for Cena, who's the obvious. I can't yeah, think but of. But even him, he, he passes that 10-year mark because... He's been in the company since 02. And if you want to be technical, like with their farm system, like, uh, you know, uh, what do you call that? Ohio Valley Wrestling mm-hmm. or, or, RBW, yeah. or Universal Pro Wrestling. He's been in the company since 2000. Yeah, yeah. It's you know crazy. I mean? Him, Randy Orton, Brock, th- those were the last crop of dudes that they really them. made that we give a shit about. Yeah, you know I mean, it's true. Like, like you said, who else? Punk came from Ring of Honor and, and TNA. Uh, uh, all these other guys that we're talking about now, Kevin Owens, Seth Kevin Rollins, Owens. Roman, yeah. I, could, would, Roman Reigns, I guess, is a homegrown Roman guy. Roman Reigns is probably the last, and and even that, he's not at that level yet. No, no, I no. I mean, he's main evented two WrestleManias. You could say that. Not, not anybody just main events mania. Yeah, for sure. So that's Rumble. their guy. That at the end of the day will probably be the last one that they say. You know what? We made Roman Reigns. Yeah, you know what I mean. But um. Besides that, dude, it's hard to think. To think like not even the new day. Like I mean, obviously Kofi and Big E, yes, but Xavier Woods was the spearhead of that. Was a TNA guy, you know, before, and he was a bum in TNA. He was, he was a bum. Yeah, so I got to give them credit. I mean, they did make Xavier Woods. We watched that a documentary yeah. on ESPN, and Triple H was like, he was, "Dude, he yeah, <laughs> they were high on that. They were high. We like, why? He's terrible, yeah. but so bum. I was like. And Kofi Kingston, they made Kofi. Okay, there are some dudes, but they're not at the level still. No, no, hell you can't no. Come at the level that Cena or not Triple H or a lot of these guys. We're talking about huge named dudes, and at this point, look at all their champions: Shinsuke Nakamura for NXT. Mm-hmm. He came from Japan. AJ Styles has the main belt. The main he one was. He started his career in WCW. Before yep. it, it closed down. Yep. And he Kevin ended up Owens. in TNA, and then the rest is history. Ring of Honor, all that stuff. Kevin Owens has their secondary heavyweight championship. He started, you know, in, in Canada, and then he made his name in Ring of Honor, PWG, all this other stuff. Even now, all the guys that they brought in for that Cruiserweight Classic, a bunch of dudes from either Ring of Honor, PWG, or uh, England, because that shit is a hotbed for wrestling right mm-hmm. now. Japan. All these guys are being brought into the WWE farm system so they can take credit for them when they get to the main roster. Yeah. But everybody knows if you're a hardcore diehard fan where these guys came from. Yeah. And we all know WWE didn't make them. I mean, the new it guy in NXT is, is a TNA guy, Bobby Roode. You know, he's 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 a TNA and, guy. And they just signed a, a Roderick Strong, who's an ROH guy. He's been an ROH guy for the past 12 years. <laughs> I mean, we can't sit here and 
completely crap on the on the development, but the last, oh. I mean, the main superstars, you know, Dean Ambrose, Rollins, Owens, AJ, uh, uh, you know, all these guys are just Cesaro. You know, they're they Daniel Bryan was one of them. CM Punk was one of them. You know, it's it's most mostly guys from from the outside that they just brought in. I mean, Finn Balor, another one who's That's forgotten because he's injured, but. You know, it's incredible. It, they're finally doing what we wished for for years. Like, what if this guy was here? What if this guy was there? And when they got these guys, you know, Raven, for instance, they brought him in, and he they made him into some blonde-haired, uh, a dreadhead who was in a hardcore match. Perry Saturn was in love with a mop. Like, they, 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 they got these guys, and they did nothing with them, with the exception of Guerrero and, and uh, Benoit. They really had great careers in Jericho. But for the Jericho, most part, and, and, and Booker T to a sense also yeah. because you know they gave him the belt, they gave him a run or two, and then with the whole King Booker gimmick and all that stuff, that was cool, right? Um, but in terms of WCW, they even shot on Goldberg, bro. Yeah. Like a lot of the guys that they that had to be vindictive, dude, because be. you know they hated WCW. Yeah, you know I mean, I'm surprised they actually treated Eric Bischoff with respect they and high did. regard, and he was around for a few years. They did. You know I mean, if Paul Heyman, well, I mean, Paul Heyman was on their payroll when he ran yeah. ECW. So I think Vince McMahon always kind of had a little, they could deny it all they want. But I feel Vince McMahon loves, has a love for Paul Heyman. Yeah. A little bit of himself in Paul Heyman. You know what I mean? Sure. That's why I feel like he always had his back. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, man. Uh, can you imagine half of the dudes that we have now if they would WWE would have brought them in five, seven years ago? Yeah, it would have been a logjam. It would have been crazy. Crazy, 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 crazy. But because half of half of these dudes that they're bringing in from TNA, they're already in their late thirties. Mm-hmm. If AJ Styles wasn't a freak of nature, he probably wouldn't have that belt right now. It's true. Do you think this is the best time for them to have come in though? Because if they would have came in you know, at the height of John Cena, none of those guys would have shined. Oh, uh, they um, would have been, they probably would have been job guys. Yeah, they would have been, you know, so I think, honestly, if, if they don't have this influx of outside talent, WWE would be the drizzling, <laughs> it would just be, yeah. it would just be. The, be. It'd be the drizzling shits right yeah, now. Yeah, it would and, be and, terrible. And the thing is, even with some of these guys, it's still rough sometimes. bad. Yeah, 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 it's horrible. Raw has been bad. It almost makes it seem like, should they have done this brand split? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, I mean, they brought in the Cruiserweights, and we'll get into Raw in a second. But, uh, you know, and that match was cool and stuff like that. But at the same time, they're already talking about watering them down. It's like, why? There's a reason why that Luchador shit is popular, because mm-hmm. it's a freaking circus act. It's a it's circus a sh- act. It is. Cirque du Soleil yeah. in the ring. Yeah, exactly. And people like that shit. So, you know, oh, oh. You know why? Because they're outshining your your big names. That that was the problem WCW yeah. had. They used to throw the cruiserweights on in the beginning of the show, and they'll put on such a show that you have fifty three year old Hulk Hogan and seventy year old Ric Flair in the main event, Terrible. and it'll be like, "Oh, uh, this is fucking boring." Terrible. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Terrible. so I think they should leave those cruiserweights alone and just let them do what they do. Yep. But uh, but yeah, yeah man, I'm I'm happy that AJ Styles, you know, has been placed in that spot. And um, you know, I, who would have ever thought a few years back? Oh, just a year ago. 
2016, AJ Styles will be WWE champion. When did he debut? Royal Rumble. When is the Rumble? Rumble? January. It hasn't even been a year. It hasn't even been a freaking year. You know, he's he's the best guy they got right now. He's the hottest commodity they have. Um, And, you know, it's just incredible what he's done over... His rookie year is probably the best rookie year of... I can't think of anybody to have a better rookie. Not a rookie year in his wrestling career, but his WWE oh, yeah. career. It's WWE, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you don't really start until you're in the in the big show. Um, he's got. I mean, yeah. his rookie year has been unbelievable, man. The only person I would put over his is probably Kurt Angle because he held almost every belt within that year that he was there, and he did it at the best, the, the toughest time ever. Yeah, he was at the butt crack of the Attitude Era. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So. He won the Intercontinental title, European title, King of the Ring, and WWE title in a matter of like seven months. Yeah, he's a, he's Brock had a crazy rookie year too, though. Yeah, he was world champ in two months. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. <laughs> so yeah, so AJ Styles is definitely an elite company, and and who knows? Yeah, I mean, even though he's not gonna have a long WWE career, I'd say because his contract is only for about three years, and I don't think we're gonna see forty-two year old AJ Styles. It's probably still in the WWE, but then again, who knows? Who knows? But, um, you know, could AJ Styles one day be a WWE Hall of Famer? You know what I mean? Uh, I, I mean, he's definitely a Hall of Fame talent in right. terms of great ability, but will a short WWE run, would they put him in for that? Like, within another, what, five years or whatever? Like, I, I mean, I could see it, especially if, and what a good segue, if WWE buys TNA. Um, apparently our dreams have come true. TNA is, <laughs> TNA is in the open market, apparently. Yes, thank God. And um, a, a few companies are interested in buying, uh, Ring of Honor being one of them, which would be interesting, because they do have money. They have Sinclair Broadcasting, which, you know, they, they have some money behind them. Um, mm. Billy Corgan, who, who has some stake in the company, the lead singer of the Smashing Pumpkins, if you don't know that name if you're into the 90s uh, rock scene uh, Billy Corgan has uh, has had a wrestling promotion in the past based out of uh, Chicago and had some success so uh, TNA brought him in to run like a creative or whatever but now he is looking to take over the whole company okay. so he's looking to buy into the company I think Dixie Carter wants like 4 million for her share of the company um <clears throat> but apparently Vince McMahon has thrown his uh, name in the hat, apparently, to buy the company. So I don't think, I mean, if that's legit, that Vince wants it, uh, I say uh, they're not messing with Vince. No, no, that's that's pretty <laughs> obvious who's going to who's gonna be the highest bidder. I mean, yeah. whoever's buying that with the intentions of trying to resurrect it or, or keep pushing it forward, they're... they're bugging because that company is on its last breaths vince is just gonna is gonna buy it and do like he did in that promo he had <laughs> um suck the life out of when he turned around and, <laughs> and you gotta crush the life yeah. out of your competition <laughs> so that's all don't get it twisted. tna at no point was ever competition to never WWE. in life never in life this would be like, remember when Dana White, I think he bought um, Elite XE or, yeah, or was it yeah. Strike Force? He had in his office like tombstones. For yeah, every he had every that name he that he's bought. That's that's what it is, man. That's what it is. You know, I, I don't know who TNA has 
that that uh, WWE would want. I mean, I don't know if t- uh, WWE would take Jeff Hardy again or risk a chance on brother brother Nero again. <laughs> but um, there's really for me, I don't. I, I've turned into such a casual fan now that I, I don't know who's who's what. So it's tough. I mean, the uh, I mean, they have some they have some talent that that's okay. I'm not gonna do. I'm not gonna take a complete dump. On, on the whole talent pool, but I mean, obviously, the writing and the creative is just so bad. It's, I mean, you saw the final deletion. Oh I mean, whoa, that was the worst. They thing are I've going through seen. going to great lengths to try to get fans. <laughs> no. you know <laughs> <what> I mean, <laughs> um, but yeah, rough. I mean, the Hardy brothers, you know, Matt and Jeff are in such a momentum right now. Uh, WWE would take them both at this point. I believe they would take them both. I highly doubt they're going to bring those gimmicks into WWE. No, no. Um, the whole broken Matt Hardy and the brother Nero thing, I, I doubt that. I think they'll just come in as the Hardy boys and, you know, uh, see them probably wrestle New Day or Gallows and Anderson or, or, or just be in the tag team mix that, that the WWE has now because it could probably use a jolt of, of, of old school tag teams in there. And the Hardys are still in their late 30s. So why not? Um, you know, TNA, and they could. This could be the opportunity for them to bring Damian Sandow back. Um, yeah, because he's there. Uh, EC3 is pretty good. You could bring him in. Uh, Drew Galloway is there. A lot of WWE send-offs that they just pretty much released are in TNA. I think Cody Rhodes is making his debut. So it's it's okay. weird. It's a weird time for them to buy because they fun. just brought in a whole bunch of these guys. You know what I mean? Um. I don't know, man. Moose I mean, is good. I like Moose. Moose, Moose is good. Moose I like Moose. Hell yeah. yeah, yeah I've Moose been an advocate for the big man. You know, he's good. He um, Bobby Lashley is a is an interesting situation because, you know, Vince McMahon, I mean, Brock Lesnar is different. Brock Lesnar is probably the biggest name in the company, and he's mm-hmm. the biggest drawer for both WWE and the UFC. Let's not get right, it twisted. Right, right. Um, Brock could walk in there tomorrow and sell the whole pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, I, I highly doubt that Vince McMahon is going to bring in Bobby Lashley to WWE and allow him to fight for Bellator. Yeah, no, I don't um, Especially since Bellator and TNA are both pretty much run by the same company. That's mm-hmm. why they're able to do that. I think they have Viacom uh, backing. So, But yeah, I mean, it'll be interesting to see Bobby Lashley back in the WWE. Some of those guys, like their top guys, are, are good enough, I believe. But they're lower. If you're a low guy in TNA, you are toast, bro. If WWE buys in, you know what I mean, yeah, yeah, no, so, it's, it's over for you. You gotta yeah. work the circuit. Yeah, I mean, it, it's interesting. You know, I wouldn't mind if Ring of Honor brought them, bought them out, because bring some of those guys into ROH and have their own little thing. That'll be cool. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But then again, you have to be an indie fan or indie hardcore to even it, run yeah. into that. Yeah. So, I mean, but we'll see with that. Our dreams have come true, and hopefully soon, <laughs> very soon, hopefully, TNA will be out of our lives forever. And the thing is, they'll be able to get that library, the video library, put it on the network. We can see old school TNA stuff, the which good is stuff. good shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. And who knows? It, it, that can help out guys who are in NXT right now, like Samoa Joe, Bobby Roode. Uh, Eric, well, Eric Young made his return uh, at, a, at a NXT house show with his new group called Sanity, which is him, like, two other big dudes and some chick, where they're going to be, like, some 
psycho, like, underworld-type faction. It looks pretty interesting, but we'll okay. see how that goes. Um, uh, Austin Aries, if you get that library, you can show off all these dudes, yeah. including Mr. TNA himself, AJ Styles, right. which if they do uh, put him in the Hall of Fame one day, they can use all that footage. Do a DVD on the dude and, you know. Yeah, you could, absolutely. On the network, have a before they were WWE stars, you know, a whole section or whatever. It's, it's, it's still money to be made from the company, but it's more so in the library. Because yeah. I don't know who watches that live or who pays it. I don't even know <laughs> the channel it's on. Like, I, I, I know nothing. I can't. I can't stomach watching no, it live. It's terrible. You know what I mean, if, if, if I'm bored through Monday Night Raw, imagine TNA. Yeah, I, yeah, I yeah, exactly. It's just, I just can't do it. This is rough, man. <laughs> Well, speaking of Raw, let's get into that real quick. The Raw results from this past Monday night. Um, real quick, bro, how do you feel about this uh, Seth Rollins little baby face turn that he has going on? I was watching that. I put it on, and I saw uh, Kevin Owens wrestling uh, Roman Reigns, and then I see Seth Rollins, you know, Rusev comes in, and Rollins runs out, and I'm confused as hell. And he, you know, I'm like, is he a face? Like, was I? I'm told it caught me off guard. I had no idea that he was he he made a turn. Yeah, man. I mean, because the thing was, uh, I don't know if you did. You see the match where where uh, Owens won the belt a, a couple weeks was, back? I saw the end of it with Triple H. Yeah, yeah he, he screwed him. Whatever. Yeah, so that's pretty much where this is at. Like, like every week because. Considering Triple H is the one that screwed everybody over, you know, Rollins is in this position. Oh, you know, uh, I'm going after Owens, but at the same time, he's in that, not indirectly, but pretty much saying to Stephanie pretty much every week, you know, your husband screwed me and you knew about it. And she's trying to play it off like she didn't know and all this other stuff. So uh, this past Monday, him and Stephanie went face to face in the locker room and he was, you know, still pointing the finger at her. And she was like, you know what? But I wish I did know, because now I can see, you know what? If Triple H feels Kevin Owens is better than you are, I believe it too. Like, maybe we should have replaced you with Kevin Owens. Maybe we did pick the right guy to take over that spot, because maybe you're just not worth it anymore. Like, she right. was just, like, going in on him like that. So he's pretty much in that position where he's kind of like a tweener. You know what I mean? Um, he's got that so, Austin thing going that you didn't know whether or not he was a heel, but you rooted for him because he's going against yeah. the the corporation back then. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm yeah. not mad at it. I, I hope they don't completely turn him though, because Seth is too good as a heel to waste that. Well, you know the Shield reunion is coming. You could you could feel that. Yeah, you, you can feel I mean? that. You can see that from a mile away. Um, and I believe um, uh, our boy Steve sent us a, a message on the Facebook. Uh, you know, probably this going all the way towards Survivor Series, uh, and which is only in a couple months. You know, seeing probably a Shield reunion, probably the Shield guys uh, going up against probably KO, Rusev, and Triple H. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not mad at that. Which would be which would be interesting. Um, and I guess you can add Jericho and probably Sami Zayn to that list because they're feuding, and um, Jericho and KO are quote unquote best friends. So. Um, you know, yeah, we, uh, we need a I mean, throwback it, Survivor Series match anyway. Yeah, yeah. And the thing is, they would have to do like a... Because, you know, Dean Ambrose is on the other show. So they they would have to be doing some mis, mis, mi, mix and matching. Yeah. 
and other stuff and all that, and let's see what they do. Because, you know, obviously we can see that from a mile away that the Shield is reuniting at some point. Um, but let's see. I mean, Ro- I mean, Kevin Owens and Rusev, that's kind of a weird team. But uh, we'll see what they do. Hopefully it'll just be like a tag match, and it'll be Rollins and Reigns against Owens and Triple H. That'll be badass. Yeah, that'd be dope. Um, so they started it off with Seth Rollins against Rusev. That ended in a double count out. You know, decent match is the first time, to my recollection, that these two have had a one on one. I mean, I, I, I'm happy for Rusev, man, because he's back. I, I believe he's back in the good, good graces in terms of his position. Mm-hmm. Um, he's held that U.S. title for a while now, and uh, I just feel like he got that momentum back that he lost like a year and a half ago when he lost to Cena and just became like a bum for a while, you know? And he's good, man. He lost weight. He, he can wrestle. He's really, really good, man. Him and Lana, they, they fit their stride. I like Rusev a lot. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, next, we have somebody who's been, just like Nia Jax, has been fighting job guys for the past month. And, uh, you know, uh, I guess this is... Uh, a level up in competition, I guess. It's, I guess, is better than unknown names. But uh, Braun Strowman defeated Sin Cara. Fine, whatever. Um, do you think they're building up Braun Strowman for an eventual fight with someone like Brock, like at WrestleMania? I mean, is the the whole big guy squashing jobbers angle is getting real stale real fast. I mean, they finally <laughs> gave him a real wrestler. But you yeah. gotta give him somebody. Like you gotta, it has to be somebody credible because it has to be a big dude. Uh, you know who 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 would you book him against? Like next, like anybody credible like that? No. Um, all right. Let's say his first his singles debut pay per view match. I don't know if he has yeah. had a singles pay per view no, match. No, not yet. Not so yet. Yeah, yeah. So his first one. Who who are you? De- who are you putting him up against? Mark Henry. Mark Henry, okay, I'm not mad at that. That's yeah, typical was, WWE stuff too. That's yeah, because <laughs> yeah. Mark Henry, he's always that main guy that they throw in there against the monsters like that. Yeah, and, and then you know he comes killed. in, he's not afraid. You know, he'll probably throw them around from time to time, and then eventually right. he'll get his ass beat. Right, right, right. But Mark Henry is credible, and he'll always be credible because he's 400 pounds and he's a freaking badass, even though he's been a bum for the past couple of years. Yeah, he's a legend. Yeah, you know what I mean? So, for his first quote-unquote test, like at a pay-per-view, I put Mark Henry in there. The match is going to be terrible, but, you know. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) What can you do? But if Braun Strowman could show off some feats of strength, like picking up Henry or something like that and slamming him or whatever. Right. You know, it'll it'll put him, you know, it'll put him in higher, you know, status for me. Yeah, I, I like Braun. I like the new look. I like the... You know, he's a big bruising bastard, and he's intimidating as hell. If I saw that dude walking down the street, I'm going in the other direction. Oh, no, yeah, yeah. Um, he's a scary guy. <laughs> I mean, damn, he's six foot eight, almost 400 pounds of muscle. The dude is a beast. Um, Next up, we had... the hell? What match is this? Oh, yeah. We had a tag team match. We have Charlotte and Dana Brooke defeating Sasha Banks and Bayley. Um, uh, have you been... Checking this out lately? Have you been seeing this whole Charlotte Dana Brooke back and forth that they've been doing? I've I saw the 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 promo the promo that Bailey and Sasha cut. I know there's going to be a triple threat match, but yeah, I don't know anything prior to that. 
well, they, they've been doing the thing, because you know Dana Brooke is Charlotte's protege, so right. what they've been doing, Dana, uh, Charlotte blames Dana Brooke every time they lose. She's been kind of like picking on her a little bit, and there have been time to time where Charlotte's been physical with her, like she slapped her across the face, you know, and uh, being verbally abusive toward her and stuff like that. And oh, last week on Monday Night Raw, Dana Brooke actually fought back and slapped Charlotte across the face. Okay. So they've been doing this thing where Dana Brooke has been teasing um, you know, uh, turning her back on Charlotte and, and doing all this other stuff. But, uh, you know, they're doing the slow burn because Charlotte is obviously feuding with Sasha and Bailey at the same time. So, I mean, we'll get into our pay-per-view predictions in a little bit. But, um, you know, that they've been booking that slow burn, I guess, a, a babyface turn for ba- for uh, Bailey, um, Dana Brooke. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Let's see how that goes. I mean, Dana Brooke, she's kind of been sucking in the ring as of late, but I feel like she has potential. You know, she's a little powerhouse. You know, she's athletic she, as she, hell. Yeah, you know what I mean? So I, I think she'll be good. Here's someone who I've actually been surprised they've been feeding him jobbers. Oh, Dallas. Really? They're trying to, they're going to give him a push? Oh, Dallas has looked like a monster for the past three weeks. <laughs> Yo, they messed up. They, he could have been so good right now, man. They that whole Bo Leaf thing was at an all time high, and they just Yo, pooped, they took a big doo doo right over it, bro. Terrible, man. But um, he's been coming out for the past few weeks with an angry look on his face. He takes the mic, and you know his squeaky ass voice. He goes, "You know what? I've been telling all you people all this time to believe in Bo, but you know what? I don't need you to believe." Because I believe in Bo. He goes, I believe in Bo. And that's all that matters. And then he just starts kicking people's ass. They should have done that with guys like Fandango and, and yeah. you know. But at least they're doing it with somebody. You know, somebody's got that. So why not Bo Dallas? Yeah, so Bo Dallas defeated a guy named Gary Graham. Okay, <laughs> sure. And... uh <laughs> And he literally just beat the hell out of him within about two minutes. So there we go. Good Bo Dallas, him. Braun Strowman, and Bo Dallas. Those are our. Those are our beast. Yeah, right. Night. Those are the most intimidating guys <laughs> in the WWE in Monday Night Raw. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! And next we have. Oh, thank God this is going to end at, at Clash of the Champions. But uh, we have Cesaro defeating Sheamus. In their sixth match of the best of seven series. Why? Tying it up at three and three. Well, what's the point? I don't know. I, I guess for them to have something to do, I have no idea. <laughs> Why this has wait? been horribly boring. Seven matches of Sheamus and Cesaro. To be a number one contender for something? Or what is the point? They said the winner of this tournament will get a future championship match not saying what chat what championship that's terrible Ugh. that's miserable poor cesaro that's all i have to say yeah yeah poor yeah, 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 yeah poor poor Does Shane, nobody gives a shit about sheamus poor cesaro cesaro's <laughs> a stud man why are you wasting him <laughs> on such a bum like sheamus on sheamus and the thing is we've had best out of sevens before and, and think about this okay I'm, I'm gonna go back in the day we had a best out of seven series with Nikita Koloff and Magnum TA. Those matches, of course, were badass. We had, now let's go to like our time because we're younger than that generation. Yeah. Let's go to WCW, Booker T and Chris Benoit. 
best of seven series. Good man. Those matches were crazy. So crazy that they needed an eighth match because it was a tie. <laughs> I don't know how, but I guess because they had a draw at the seventh match, so they needed to do an eighth one. <laughs> then they redid that seven, uh, best of seven series on SmackDown in 2004, 2005 with Benoit and, and Booker T, I think for the United States title. And they all went seven seven matches, of course. Yeah, I mean, did so, Book do a best of seven with uh, Rick Martel, or they just feuded for a little? No, bit? that was just a feud. Oh, yeah, okay, okay, okay. They still had good matches, though. Shout out to yeah. Rick Martel. Rick Martel came into WCW at like age forty five and looked he like he was twenty eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He looked incredible. He he's underrated. I, I think a lot of people forget about him, but uh-huh. that was an underrated guy right yeah, there. He, he had is, that yeah. French Canadian accent. He was spraying freaking cologne on people, but he was a badass worker. He <laughs> was good, though, man. Yeah, man. We had, uh, let me count, one, two, three, four, five. Okay, we had a five-on-five tag match with the New Day, consisting of Biggie and Kofi, uh, the realest guys in the room, Big Cass and Enzo Amore, and uh, Sami Zayn going up against the Shining Stars. What's um, that? What's the Shining uh, Stars? Oh, that's a uh, that's um Primo and Epico, yeah. Oh um, God, how many times are we gonna repackage these guys? <laughs> you kidding me? They are now um Puerto Rican travel salesmen. So, uh, oh my God! Why? You mean to tell me one of those dudes can't pull off a character like Alberto Del Rio, like that type of character, <laughs> or Carly? Like you, you can, they can oh, obviously my. work. Yeah, they it's, they can wrestle, but yeah, uh, they they don't know what to do with Boricuas, man. They I don't know what to clearly do. don't. <laughs> you remember uh, Los Boricuas? Oh God! <laughs> so the Shining Stars, uh, lovely name, um, Luke, uh, Gallows and Anderson and Chris Jericho, and uh, yeah, the team of New Day, Enzo and Cass, and Sammy get the win. The match is irrelevant, so let's move on. Um, <laughs> now, this was uh, a highlight of, of Monday Night Raw. This was a number one contender cruiserweight championship match. That was the winner match. of this fatal four-way gets a shot at, now this segues into the finals of the Cruiserweight Classic. Real quick, um, TJ Perkins defeated Grand Matalik in the, in the final match of the Cruiserweight Classic to become the first uh, official Raw WWE Cruiserweight Champion. And the belt is fire, by the way. Yeah, it is. It's really cool. And honestly, I'm going to say it right now. The only reason someone like Zack Sabre Jr. or Kota Ibushi or any of those guys didn't win the titles because they're not signed to mm-hmm. WWE. So, I mean, no disrespect to TJ Perkins. He's a badass worker. He's really good. But uh, that's just that's my opinion because those guys are bigger names than he is. And that's the only reason why I say that. So, yeah, for sure. congrats to TJ Perkins anyway. He's really good. Nah, yeah, he can go. He's a good wrestler. Yeah, so the four participants that were in this match are names that me and Izzy know because we've seen them plenty of times. Cedric Alexander, um, Rich Swan, um, Grand Matalik was in there, and the veteran himself, the Brian Kendrick, was in this match. Um, and, you know... Big ups, man. The winner was Brian Kendrick. 37-year-old Brian Kendrick still doing his thing. Um, he won with the bully choke that he calls the captain's hook because he's weird. Um, so it was a badass match. De- by far, definitely best match of the night. 
if you guys haven't seen Raw and are looking for something to get excited about, that match was it. Yeah, so Ben Kendrick is the number one contender and will be facing TJ Perkins at Clash of Champions for the Cruiserweight title. Main evented by Roman Reigns defeating WWE Universal Champion Kevin Owens in a steel cage match by escaping the cage. Um, decent match. Yeah, a lot of false finishes. Um, like as he said earlier, ending off with Rusev getting in the ring and them beating on Roman Reigns. Then um, being saved by former Shield brethren Seth Rollins. Um, so, yeah, I mean, what was your overall view of, of Raw? Obviously for me, the Cruiserweight match was the best match of the night. I know you probably didn't see the episode, but from what you've heard and seen, what was your like highlight? Well, I did. I did get to see that match. That was the match. I was looking forward to the debut of the Cruiserweights, so I was. I kept my eye out for that. Um, that match was great. I hope they keep these guys and keep the momentum going. Obviously, Rich Swan is great. Cedric is great. So the cruiserweights have a lot of promise and potential. If you guys, if if you mix them in with with, I guess higher weight class wrestlers, like if imagine a match between freaking Cedric and and Cesaro or Rich, and you know, the the quality of matches is just gonna be stupid. Um, but the one thing that I didn't know was Seth Rollins was a was a face. He turned face, and that that threw me for a loop. <laughs> Um, I hope that's not permanent, but, you know, we'll see how it plays out. Yeah, who knows? They could probably do a thing where where Seth freaking, you know, betrays Roman again. And it's like, ah, you know, you always fall for it. You lose her. Like, yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. Know. Like, it could be something like that. But <laughs> I don't know. Um, so, yeah. So, uh, getting to SmackDown really fast. It literally happened last night. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, Alexa Bliss, who is now the number one contender for Becky Lynch's Women's Championship, they had a uh, they had a signing for the match, which obviously every signing goes to shit. So they started <laughs> fighting, um, and Becky Lynch got the better of that exchange. The Usos defeated American Alpha to become the number one contenders to the SmackDown Tag Team Championship. Obviously, Chad Gable still, uh, in storyline purposes, you know. Uh, blah, blah, blah selling the injury yeah and the, the usos got the win there so be the usos in a finals rematch against rhino and Heath slater at the next pay-per-view entitled something that we know very familiar with no mercy i like it. um baron corbin <laughs> defeated apollo cruz rest in peace apollo cruz um <laughs> <laughs> oh man it's like <sighs> Uh, whatever. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, whatever. Okay. So, apparently now, Baron Corbin is now going to feud with former Raw competitor, now turned SmackDown competitor, Jack Swagger, who apparently has a character readjustment. He is now a regular guy. What does that mean? I don't know. Like, <laughs> he, he cut a promo when he came to SmackDown saying, whatever you think you know about Jack Swagger, is about to change because now that I'm at SmackDown, I'm going to reach my full potential. Let's see. I hope you do, Jack Swagger. After nine years of being in the company, I hope you can show us something that yeah, we Yeah, right. Have. You're a nine-year vet. Are you <laughs> kidding me? So let's see how that goes. Apparently, WWE brought back Kurt Hawkins. Okay, fine. They and did. I saw that. He's been 
his promos have been, I guess he's taken over the whole Chuck Norris facts that were famous like 10 years ago. So now he's putting that toward his name. That's um, terrible. Like the sky's green because of Kurt Hawkins. Like stupid terrible, shit like that. Terrible, terrible. Uh, he's not going to last very long. Um, so we had The Miz defeating Dolph Ziggler in a rematch from SummerSlam for the Intercontinental Championship. Um, I, I, I'm just going to go on the record now and say Dolph Ziggler is allergic to winning championships. <laughs> He's the Uriah Faber of the WWE. <laughs> that is a perfect, perfect comparison because yeah. every title match that he's in, he falls on his face. So Terrible. it makes me not care about Dolph Ziggler anymore. I don't care what type of matches he's putting on. The guy sucks. Um, we got Randy Orton defeating Eric Rowan. Big whoop. I, I'm just waiting for the day that Luke Harper returns because Eric Rowan just looks so weak standing mm -hmm. next to Bray Wyatt. He's terrible. So, whatever. So that feud with Bray Wyatt and Randy Orton is going to continue. Um, Nikki Bella and Naomi defeated Carmella and Natalia by disqualification. We talked about Carmella earlier and her uh, improvements in the ring. And um, her and Nikki Bella are probably going to have some decent matches down the road. We will see. And the main event in a shocking turn of events. And Izzy, hold, hold, are you ready for this? You ready? I'm listening. I'm listening. Your boy, <laughs> Dean Ambrose, pinned John Cena clean in the middle of the ring. Clean? Oh, yeah. No, no shenanigans. No funny business involved. Oh, he rolled him up in the middle of the ring, wrestling style, and pinned him. One, two, three. Did he do like a quick roll-up, or did he hit his finisher and then... Oh, no, it was one of those quick roll-ups. Uh, he ain't gonna kill him like that. Okay, um, okay, okay. There's always a catch. Yep, so I guess with that victory over John Cena, and they have a date with AJ Styles at No Mercy, it'll be a triple threat match. It'll be Dean Ambrose and John Cena challenging AJ Styles. But Mick, uh, I almost said Mick Foley, but uh, Daniel Bryan has granted Dean Ambrose his one-on-one -on -one rematch for the WWE Championship next week on SmackDown. Which AJ will win because they don't change belts on regular shows, so yep. there that goes. Especially since he will be wrestling him again in the triple threat match for the belt, so <laughs> to change it back to Ambrose makes no sense. Exactly. But whatever. So stupid, man. <laughs> So, um, yeah, we're going to get into Clash of the Champions in one second. I'm again to, I mean, just real quick, just NXT that literally just took place. Um, let's see here. I mentioned this to Izzy before, uh, before we got on. We, we, we've seen this guy wrestle in PWG and in indie shows and all that stuff, and we know him as Biff Music. He's actually a very good worker. Um, but unfortunately, when you come into <laughs> WWE, you need a different name. Sometimes. His name is Oni Lorkin. What is that? What? <laughs> what does that mean? What is an Oni Lorkin? <laughs> I don't know. It sounds like that a name. muscle. It's like, oh, I got to go to the doctor to check out my <laughs> Oni Lorkin. Like, what is that, man? <laughs> I don't know what that is, but is he loses bad. to Austin Aries. Austin Aries gets him with uh, the last Chantry, which is a submission hold. Um, Aaliyah, who we saw in Breaking Ground, She's who terrible. is apparently very improved and looks great, by the way. She lost to Billy Kay. Okay. Billy Kay is that tall British chick? Yeah, yeah. She hit her with the big boot. 
apparently that's her move. That's her finisher. So, yeah, she has long legs, so I guess they're trying oh, to, man. you know, say she'll hit that boot from anywhere. Kind yeah. of like <laughs> so we get a, a vignette showing the debut of, of the group I mentioned earlier, Sanity, which is uh, what people have, um, what do you call that, uh, revealed already online that the leader of that is Eric Young, okay. who's supposed to be like a underground, you know, uh, vigilante, psycho-type group. Let's see how that works. I'm glad Eric Young is back in the company. He had that one match with Samoa Joe, and we never saw him again. So, yeah, you know, let's see, let's see where that goes. You know, uh, uh, I've had my issues with Eric Young character-wise over the years, and I know Izzy has too. We really didn't care for Eric Not Young. Not at all. But um, he does play a good psychopath, so let's see how that goes. Exactly. Uh, now, they were backstage with Mandy Rose. That uh, She's pretty much the blonde Eva Marie, if you see Total Divas. Um, so she was out there, and she was talking crap about Ember Moon saying she doesn't fit the NXT women's superstar makeup, so she's going to eclipse the Ember Moon. That's funny. stupid. And then Liv Morgan, who is the girlfriend of Enzo Amore, she was backstage, and apparently she'll be wrestling Asuka next week for the NXT Women's Championship. Rest in peace, Liv Morgan. Yes. Um, and in the main event, Andrade Cien Alamas, who is another guy, like I've said in the past, uh, another Spanish dude who they know nothing what to do with. Great athlete, great wrestler in the ring, but his character is horrifying. He is. <laughs> he wears suspenders, a hat. He looks oh, like that's a that dude. That's that dude. Yeah. He looks like a Chippendale dancer. Like, it's just, it's terrible. Does he have a bow tie? Yes. Yeah. Oh, God. So, according to Alberto Del Rio, who is, like, spilling beans on people, apparently he was saying that he heard from this guy that he wants to go back to Mexico. Yeah. If I were you, Andrade, I wouldn't be telling people who are disgruntled with the company what you want to do with yourself. Exactly. So... He took on the debuting in NXT of Cedric Alexander, who just wrestled on Monday Night Raw. So they main evented Cedric Alexander wins with the lumbar check, which is that back suplex into the double knees, and uh, he gets the win in his debut in NXT. So Cedric Alexander is, uh, you know, he's getting his name out there, man, and, and I'm happy for the dude. He, he lost 22 pounds to get to WWE, and... and you know, he could work when he was chubby. So mm-hmm. imagine now. Mm-hmm. Dude is nice, man. He's so good. big up to Cedric. Um, all right. Now, we, we, we got two more things to get into. And that'll be pretty much it. We already got an hour and 20. But whatever. This is a special event. This is a yeah, big yeah, time yeah. show. This is, big show. this is the Pull No Punches reunion, baby. <laughs> and this is not, you know, our longest show was two and a half. So that we're good. That is true. <laughs> That was episode 20, by the way, which you can still find. On iTunes. On iTunes and, and Podbean. You can still find that, by the way. That was the great debate. <laughs> that we had a big black guy, our boy, our other brother, Matt, which you will hear from again. By the way, uh, yeah, Cena's over Hogan, man. Um, Cena's over, so, yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> so, let's talk about this Sunday's pay-per-view, Clash of the Champions. This is an old-school pay-per-view that... Well, not even a pay-per-view. This was... Free. It used to be free. This was free. This used to be on TNT. On TBS. Yeah. Like, it was probably, what, every other month or mm-hmm. something like that? Yeah, yeah. It was from, dope. 
WCW and used to have some badass matches on Clash of the Champions. If you want to catch those, you can see those on the network. They have all every Clash of the Champions show on there. So check that out. It starts off on the kickoff show. You have the aforementioned Alicia Fox going against Nia Jax. How do you see that turning out for Alicia Fox? <laughs> oh, I mean, Nia Jax all the way. You got to. She's the new she's the new kid on the block. Alicia Fox has had her time. Has she ever been champion, Alicia Fox? She's she's been the Divas champion a couple of times. Okay. Yeah, so she's had a uh, you know her moment in the sun, and just give it to. We've never really had. I mean, they've had Awesome Kong. You know, she's like one. But as far as big, bruising, you know, scary, intimidating female wrestlers, you know, it's been like three: China, Awesome Kong, and Nia Jax. I would say. Um, so yeah, give her give her a push, man. Yeah, and if you want to go old school, you can go to, like, freaking Old Nakano, uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, Bertha Faye. Bertha they Faye. Turned, <laughs> she was a big girl. She was big. the character was a little cutesy, little, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. whatever. But in Japan, she was known as Monster Ripper, and she was a monster. I could imagine. Um, so, <laughs> but yeah, Nia Jax is that new. And Nia Jax ain't. Contrary to what I said about a year ago, because I ran into the episode of where I don't mind ugly bitches. Um, contrary to that, uh, Nia not, Jax girl, is not ugly. No, 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 hell no. She is. She has a beautiful face, and yeah. she was a plus size model back in the day. But um, you know, she, she. I guess she just let herself go at some point because she's a, just a big girl. She's a big Her girl. outfits do not are not appealing. No, but they um, you know, not flattering. I mean, what, what, what can you do? You know what I mean? Whatever. Uh, so yeah, Alicia Fox is gonna get swatched in this match, and who knows? Maybe what Izzy said earlier will come true that night, and maybe Paige will come to her rescue. Let's see. Now, the only match that, well, two matches in this pay per view are not for championships. So let's get into that now. Sami Zayn versus Chris Jericho. Um, obviously, Sami Zayn is Kevin Owens's uh, arch nemesis, and he's going against Chris Jericho, who at this very moment is the best friend of Kevin Owens. <laughs> Um, <laughs> which way do you see this one going? Ah. Sami Zayn. I would Sammy say Sami Zayn. Yeah, why not? Give it to the young guy. I mean, I'm surprised Jericho is full, as full-time as he is. You know, he's been... Fozzie must not be doing that well, you know, on the touring or whatever, because he's been he's been on the show for a couple months, no? Yeah, he's he's been consistent. Yeah, since. I'm surprised. The feud with AJ, I believe he's he's been on ever since. So yeah, I mean, give the give the Sammy Zayn the rub. Yeah, I see Sammy getting the win, probably by by like a a schoolboy pin or or something like that, and maybe Jericho jumps him afterwards. You know, classic Jericho. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but yeah, I say Sammy gets the win. <sighs> the seventh match of Cesaro and Sheamus. <laughs> Cesaro the final next. match the <laughs> final match of the seven series. the final deletion <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah Cesaro yeah I'd say that yeah, you know and, and you know WWE could give us a big kick in the ass and mm-hmm. give it to Staples mm-hmm. but um, yeah give it to Cesaro please WWE please um, I'm begging <laughs> now the first championship match the rest of the matches of the night are for championships Cruiserweight title on the line. T.J. Perkins defending against Brian Kendrick. 
You got to keep it with TJ. No, he just won it. I don't think he was on Raw, so you got to give him chan- a chance to, to cut a promo and build a fan base. I mean, you can't just give the title to him and say he's pretty much anonymous. I mean, if you don't have the network, if you don't, if you didn't pay attention to the Cruiserweight Classic, then you don't, don't know who the hell he is. And if you take the belt off of him already, then that's a character that never developed. It was pointless. Yeah. You think it was a mistake not having him on Raw? So at least watch the match? He should have watched the match and done the old shaking of the hands to the number one contender. At least so the people, the casual fans could see his face. Right, exactly. You know, I I didn't understand that. I thought he might have been there. I don't know if he's a heel, he's a face. I don't know what's his character like. He's a complete unknown. Yeah, and on a pay-per-view, you know, they don't cut promos. They really relatively don't cut promos. You really, there's no character development there unless he does something slimy you know after the match he attacks kendrick or something like that but i thought it was a mistake that they didn't have him out there at least to watch the match and to shake the guy's hand after you know a little square off or something like that yeah absolutely but yeah just like you said i'm going with tj perkins you gotta like you said he just got it it'll be ridiculous to have a title change on his first match with with the big show no pun intended (laughs) but um his first match on the WWE pay-per-view to lose the belt already? No, not happening. Yeah, I think Brian Kendrick, especially at his age, is there to make TJ Perkins look like a million bucks, and I think that's exactly what he's going to do. Mm-hmm. Might um, be match of the night. Yeah, maybe. Um, we have the tag team title match, The New Day versus The Club, Anderson and Gallows. I'm surprised The Club hasn't gotten the belts already. Um, do you think the separation... Them separating from AJ has hurt them at all? I think so, because they look lost, to be honest with you. Yeah, like, they, they haven't done anything with them since then. They came in with all this momentum, and, you know, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what happened with these guys. Yeah, I think they look lost. They're trying to do comedy skits and stuff, and it's going off like a wet fart in church. <laughs> like, it's just, <laughs> like, it's not really connecting. You know what I mean? Um, the one thing thing I did like that they did was probably two weeks ago when they brought out the old day. <laughs> the old day? <laughs> <laughs> and they had an old Biggie, an old Kofi, and all these guys coming out. And that, for me, was funny. But, I mean, I think the momentum that they had coming in, like you said, and especially them being with AJ, is definitely gone. Hopefully, they just give them the belts, and maybe they could build on being champions and hopefully get that momentum back and one day they could team like in survivor series they could team with aj and it could be the club all as champions going right. against the new day or, or whatever well exactly. i mean aj's the heavyweight champion so he's gonna have a singles match but, but whatever i mean they can build on being champions just for having the belts you know what i mean so let's exactly. see what they could do um exactly. women's championship triple threat match charlotte defending against sasha banks and bailey i'm sick of charlotte having the belt um I wouldn't be surprised if they gave it to Bailey, to be honest. Hmm. You, you, don't, you don't think it's too soon? I think she's probably got as much fans as, all, as, both, of the, as both of these two. She might have more fans than both of these two. Yeah. Um, she's a big deal, man. I don't, see, I don't see why they wouldn't. I mean, obviously, the, the too soon issue is... But she's seasoned, man. She she was the highlight of the the uh, first ever Brooklyn show, and till this day, people talk about that match. Yeah. I don't see I don't see why why not. I, I, she's my sleeper pick. 
Okay. Um, I'm gonna go. I- I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say Sasha Banks gets the belt back because of the whole Dana Brooke aspect of it. I think um, Charlotte is gonna have Dana Brooke out there, and and Dana and she's gonna you know treat her like garbage and stuff like that. And I think there's gonna be you know somewhere where the ref gets hit or something like that. Yeah. Dana's gonna hit one of them. She hits Charlotte, and then Sasha probably gets the tap out with a bank statement or some some fluky win or whatever. But I'd say give it back to Sasha because I think they gave her that belt right before SummerSlam. Then the chick gets married. So and then supposedly she gets injured. I think she was just on her honeymoon, to be honest with you. But uh, I think you know she picked a shitty time to get married. I mean, you just got the belt, yeah, but um. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, I mean, uh, just for the hell of it, I'll say Sasha Banks with the help of with the unsuspect, unsuspecting help of Dana Brooke. Um, <clears throat> co-main event: United States title match. Rusev defending against Roman Reigns. Rusev. Rusev. He has too much momentum to take the belt away from him now. Yeah. Maybe with Rusev beating Reigns, and if he beats him clean, like mm-hmm. say he just like. Accolade tap out in the middle of the ring. Wouldn't this be the best freaking time to bring out Kurt Angle? Bro. <laughs> Yo, if that dude comes out, I'm going to lose my He's the one guy I've been waiting for, man. If that dude comes out, man, I'm going to lose my mind. Supposedly, there have been talks with him and Triple H. Supposedly, you know, whatever. I've been, we've been talking about Kurt Angle coming back from Forever, a year man. and a half ago. We've been talking about it. Every 4th of July that comes around, we're like, Kurt Angle, and it doesn't happen. You know what I mean? So it's like. And it has to be with Rusev. It has to be against yes, Rusev. It has to be. I don't care if Rusev beats the fucker. As long, just bring him yeah, back. Yeah, 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 exactly. You know I mean? We want Angle. He's not in TNA. What's stopping it? You know? So now main event time, WWE Universal Championship, Kevin Owens defending against Seth freaking Rollins. It's, it's got to be Kevin Owens. I mean, you got to keep the belt on him for a little while longer. I know they might want to put the the title on Seth Rollins when he eventually goes up against uh, uh freaking Triple H, but yeah. I don't I don't see why you take the belt off of him just yet, you know. Absolutely. I agree 100%. I I'd say uh Kevin Owens wins. Once again, with Triple H's interference, I see Triple H coming out, uh, probably hitting Seth with a pedigree at some point, just like he did that Monday night. And Kevin Owens, uh, you know, putting the little cherry on top with the pop-up powerbomb mm-hmm. and getting the win. Right. And maybe Stephanie being out there and being like, yeah, I did know. And obviously, it's my freaking husband. What do you expect? You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. So, you know... I think Kevin Owens is doing really good as champion so far. And I, you know, I'm going to go out on the limb and I say he has the belt to Mania. I don't see why not. That's, that's a hell of a limb. Yeah, well, it is. I don't see why. <laughs> I don't see why not. I mean, I mean, let's think about it. Besides like the single raw pay-per-views, we're getting to that point where we're already close to rumble because think yeah. about it. Their, their pay-per-view is, is this Sunday. Mm-hmm. Then, October comes around, maybe Raw and SmackDown once again have their own shows. November, they're together, Survivor Series. Then December, they'll probably have their own shows. Then it's Rumble. Then you're in WrestleMania season. 
know what I mean? So there's maybe three or four, maybe five special events, quote unquote, till WrestleMania. Well, you can defend the belt. You got, you got. This Sunday is is Clash. Yeah, you've got No Mercy. That's a SmackDown. That's a SmackDown show. You got Hell in the Cell. That's a Raw show. Survivor right. Series is a neutral show. Then yeah. you got TLC, which they're giving to SmackDown. Roadblock, okay. they're giving to Raw. Okay. And then you got WrestleMania. So yeah, it's not it's not much. So what is that like? Two or three co- combining Clash. That's maybe three Raw pay per views and two neutral ones. Yeah. So. You got five pay-per-views till WrestleMania. Owens can't hold the belt for that long? Not even. It's clad, <laughs> we, we, well, Let's say after Sunday, come Monday, Owens has the belt. So you got Hell in the Cell, that's one. Survivor so, Series 2, Roadblock 3. It's only three that he has to hold the belt for. Is that not feasible? <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't see. Uh, unless he drops it at Roadblock against Seth and then WrestleMania comes. And, and it's Seth and Triple, Triple H. H. Yeah. Or what? Here's the here. How about this? Finn Balor should be back between, let's say, Rumble and Mania. Mm-hmm. Let's say Finn Balor is a surprise entry. He wins the Royal Rumble. We can have Kevin Owens and Finn Balor main event WrestleMania. Why not? Or whoever, or what? I mean, it would be weird to do this, but uh, I heard on somebody else's podcast. I forgot which one. But they were saying, why don't we have SmackDown champion against Raw champion at Mania? So if you want to do it from today's champions, that would be AJ versus Kevin Owens. That'd be crazy. You can't you can't do that really because if you still have the split brands, it can't be for the championship. Yeah, it'll be pointless. Yeah. You're canceling your champions out, you know what I mean? I always so, thought they should have just had one champion who defends it between two shows, but unless they decide to do that, yeah. like if they see, you know, one champion is 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 uh is a rating straw more than the other one, right? Maybe they'll decide, you know what, let's screw this universal bullshit and just make it the WWE title, and they decide to do that, exactly. then that's the only way I see that happening. They retire one belt and just keep it the WWE championship. Exactly. Um. But, I mean, it's an intriguing time, man. Who, and who knows what they'll do. Like, if Kevin Owens has the belt the whole time, maybe they finally, you know, spruce up Sami Zayn and we'll get a Kevin Owens-Sami Zayn WrestleMania main event. Or there's a lot of stuff that they could do from now. Who knows? Maybe it'll be Brock and Kevin Owens at WrestleMania. Or yeah. oh, Finn or something. Brock and Finn. Yeah. or Well, Brock is SmackDown or Raw? He's Raw. He's on Raw. So, yeah, you why not? Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of things they can do from here to WrestleMania, and we're only about five months away. It's beautiful, man. It's just beautiful. So intri- it's intriguing, you know. Even though the show has kind of sucked on the Raw side, they still have a lot of matchups that they could put together between now and then to make WrestleMania worthwhile, you know. Mm-hmm. And oh, so you can still bring up Samoa Joe. You can still bring up Nakamura by that point. You you'll never know who'll be on the roster by then. Yeah, it'll be. I I would love to see Bobby up there eventually. Oh yeah. Oh, I love his music. By the way, it's it's, it's glorious. <laughs> it's glorious. It's glorious. <laughs> <laughs> and who knows? With the tag teams, they could spruce it up. You could bring up uh, Gargano and Ciampa. You could bring up the 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 revival by then. Uh, you know, there's a lot of things they could do. Yeah. You know? 
A lot of these guys who are in NXT are not going to be there forever. No, you know, no, no. And you got guys like Austin Aries and all these guys down there. You know. Now, that was the wrestling portion of this. Let's talk about another wrestler who made his MMA debut. Um, this is how we're going to end the night. We're going to get into a little UFC 203 that happened about, what, two weeks ago, I believe? It was about two yeah, weeks ago. Yeah. Um, now, I have to apologize. <laughs> <laughs> because when I made my predictions for the pay-per-view, I got this guy's name wrong. I called him somebody else because I didn't really know you know, Uriah Faber fought Jimmy Rivera, right? <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> I called him Francisco Rivera. Oh, okay, okay. I mean, I at least he was a fighter. Yeah, I switched the two guys. I didn't know exactly who this dude was fighting. So I, I just saw it said Faber versus Rivera. So I figured, Francisco Rivera? That's the only Rivera I know in the UFC. So... Jimmy Rivera, I apologize, and I apologize for picking Uriah Faber because I didn't know who Jimmy Rivera was. Mm -hmm. And apparently, Jimmy Rivera is badass on the feet. So oh, yeah, yeah, he's no joke. He's a little Puerto Rican dude, stocky yeah. Puerto Rican kid. So apparently, he kicked Uriah Faber's legs apart in that fight. Yeah, yeah, he picked him up. So he gets the decision. Um. What was the other main card fight besides the three main ones? Well, that wasn't the first fight. What was the uh, first no, fight? you had the girls, Jessica Andrade against Joanne yeah, Calderwood. That was a beatdown, too. It was a beatdown, yeah. Andrade uh, won that. What, what was that, submission? Was that yeah, one? hit her with a quick guillotine. Not quick, but, you know, she caught her yeah. in a guillotine. Joanne Calderwood's a tough chick, but she took an ass whooping. Yeah, she took uh -huh. a beatdown. This is a girl who dropped down from 135, mind you, so she dropped down. 20 pounds, essentially two weight classes to fight at 115, so she's going to be tough. That's crazy. Oh, the other female fight that happened on the pre-show was pretty bad. Correa and Jessica. Bench Cohen yeah, and Jessica I. After watching that fight, I've come to the conclusion they both suck. Yeah, okay? yeah. They, they both Bench Cohen is terrible. I don't even think she won that fight. And she was all celebrating, gyrating and stuff. I was like, ugh. <laughs> like, She's a nasty looking. Yeah, she's tough to in the face. Yeah, she has a listen. She has a great body. Mm -hmm. She looks Not like her, her body, but she's she's tough to look at. That's that she's calling out. I would give her Misha Tate next, just for the hell of it. Why not, right? Misha Tate ain't fighting the champ anytime soon again. Mm -hmm. So you know, give her Betch. I, I think Misha kills Betch. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's pretty easy. Betsko has fought nobody. She beat Jessamyn Duke and uh, re pretty much retired Shayna Baszler. Um, Shayna Baszler is a wrestling champion, bro. She is a female wrestling yeah. champion. Absolutely. <laughs> Apparently, she's doing good. So, I mean, whatever. She can make she's ugly as hell, but good for her. <laughs> <laughs> if the Queen of Spades can make anything of herself in pro wrestling, all power to her. Oh, more power you know, was actually doing great. Not to be sidetracked, but Matt Riddle is actually badass. He's a wrestler? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Matt Riddle, he was in PW. If you look at um, see, I like to we like to watch the the pro wrestling gorilla. Um, yeah, the YouTube page. They had the 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 Battle of L.A. the Battle of Los Angeles tournament okay. that they do every year, and he was in it this year. Wow, uh, he's in one of the videos. He's in Evolve. He's like a big 
big badass name in Evolve. Like he's making some serious strides in pro wrestling, and he wasn't horrible as an MMA fighter. Like he was okay. No, he like he terrible. wasn't a champion, yeah, yeah, yeah. but. He wasn't a bum. He got kicked off for smoking weed, and he right. actually quit because he kept failing drug tests. Right. Yeah, you know I mean, but uh, apparently he's doing his his thing and evolving in PWG. So, uh, but whatever. Back to the UFC 203. Um, the next matchup, man. Yeah, you know, there's a documentary about this dude. <laughs> you know, big old Rocky story, and it all came crumbling down in two minutes. Poor old Phil. Yeah, it was tough. It was tough to watch. CM Punk gets gets choked into submission by Mickey Gall. Uh, Punk came in trying to pressure him right away, threw a punch that barely hit anything, and Mickey Gall took him down with ease and pummeled him until he choked him out. Um, I mean, if you could see any sort of silver lining in this, CM Punk made a hell of a lot of money. He um, definitely made a lot of money. He made the UFC a lot of money, apparently. Yeah. Uh, uh, apparently, from what I read, it was he's number 10 all-time pay-per-view buys. It's crazy. That fight. For someone who has never fought in his life, <laughs> he made the UFC a lot of money. Pretty crazy. He sold that pay-per-view. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If it wasn't for that fight and the the great heavyweight match, the main event, that pay-per-view was pretty terrible. Yeah. And it's funny because uh, MVP, who used to wrestle in WWE, he actually, I believe he went to the fight and he tweeted after CM Punk lost and the and the co-main came on, he was like, the place just got half empty. I wouldn't have been surprised, man. So, I think there's a lot of wrestling fans that... uh he brought because of his name to see him fight and you know uh, let's see i mean we i we've spoke about this before but for the sake of the cast does the ufc bring him back for another fight dana said he shouldn't but he says if he wants to so obviously the balls in cm's court um it's a tough sell like to say oh yeah he's gonna win a fight i guess that's that's a tough sell i mean he's what do we, we he trained for what two years um and he didn't do anything really i think that if he would have probably taken his time and paced himself and thrown a punch you know shown something shown some sign and, and a little a little acclimated some yeah something but the dude literally ran across the cage looked crazy got a quick double leg you know, and was taken down and didn't show anything. He didn't show two years of anything. So that alone is, is a tough sell. Um, yeah. But listen, man, if he, if they say, oh, CM Punk is going to fight Joe Schmo, I'm going to watch the fight. And, and the same people who saw the first one are going to watch the second one. So, yeah, I, w- I would watch it. Would I want to see it again? Yeah, why not? Why the hell not? I don't care. You know, freaking... And you know what? Whatever. He got... He got- I think it's good that he got his ass whipped. I do too. He got he was brought down to earth. Yeah, you know, and and, and it's not like he got knocked out right away. It's not like you know in the ground and pound he just you know folded went, went flat and folded. He yeah, was trying man, to fight, trying. trying to get out. 
But, you know, he, he has a superior grappler and superior striker on right. top of him. Just technically, he's just not nope. where Mickey's at. And you can't blame him for that. You, I mean, you can you can blame him for that, obviously. But you can't expect much more, you know, than what was shown in that aspect. I mean, it's like if I'm trying to go to the NBA and I'm going to start off not even in high school or playing, you know, pickup games or nothing. He had no experience. It's yeah, just, no experience at all. It's just tough, man. Um, but I let's see. We'll see. Yeah, <laughs> we'll see, man. But would I watch they, him again? They, absolutely. They they can't put him up against anyone credible. No, McGall was incredible. Exactly. Mickey Gall is a guy who's two and zero. Well, now three and zero, but he was two and zero coming into the fight. A guy who realistically is not even UFC caliber. You know. Destroyed this guy. Destroyed this guy. So imagine if you know it, it would have been it would have been horrible. Um, you, they, you, I saw the. Did you hear the the fighter and not the fighter and the kid, but uh, I think Brendan Schaub was on Rogan's podcast and they were talking about it. And you know, uh, I think Rogan or another guy that was there. I didn't re- I didn't know who it was, but um, Rogan was like, oh, you know, he should fight in the you know. Yeah, uh, you know, the circuit, the, do the circuit. circuit or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Brendan Schaub was like, that doesn't happen. You don't go from the UFC to the circuit. No, That's you not don't. How it works. You don't. You don't. Yeah, that was, uh, I think, a fight companion or something like that. Yeah. yeah. You you can't go from being a pro back to being an amateur. It doesn't work. It's, it's over yeah. for that. Yeah, he just has to deal with where he's at. You know what I mean? And, you know, it, okay, if he gets another fight, let's say in about a year, year and a half goes by, he gets more training under his belt. No significant injuries, whatever. Right. He, he was in great shape for the fight, so it's not like he was old and battered. You know what I mean? Right. Let's say he comes back in about a year, year and a half. You know, he gets another fight. If the exact same thing happens again, he needs to go away. He needs to go back to the WWE. Yeah. He needs to go away. <laughs> he needs to go back to WWE with his hot little wife, take her back with him, and... and That's it. And and just do what he was put on this earth to do, and that was to be a freaking pro badass wrestling. pro wrestler. And he's the thing that's weird about the dude. His he's very like gimmicky, like almost you know his post fight press conferences and you know yeah. his whole demeanor. He's telling Mickey Gall, you know, believe in yourself and do this and do. It's like, dude, this is not the WWE. Like, forget all that. You you got to go in there. Kick ass yeah. or get your ass kicked. You know what I'm saying? Forget all that believing yourself, Rocky story nonsense. It's either you have the skills or you don't. Yeah, that's not going to fly. No, they don't care about all that believing yourself. You know, I'm doing this because, you know, I'm brave and all that. They don't. Mickey Gall was not. He was there to collect his head, and that's what he did. I mean, he got paid. This dude, CM, got paid, paid, paid. Yeah. Um, but, you know, what can you do? There's a lot of fighters bitching about, oh, he. He got five hundred thousand. I got this, this, and that. Listen, we understand the UFC pay scales. Fuck to begin with, it's terrible to begin with. Yeah. Um, but the dude sold the pay per view. I mean, you can't, you can't bitch and moan. He made everybody else more money that night. So let's let's cut it out. Absolutely, and and Mickey Gall had the right attitude about it because he was like, look, you know. If it wasn't for him, I wouldn't be here. Exactly. You know what I mean? So if it wasn't for the fact that Dana White was looking for someone to fight this guy, uh, you know, I wouldn't be in this position right now. Exactly. Calling out Sage Northcutt and all this. And honestly, I think Sage kicks his ass. Yeah, Sage, Sage runs right through him. <laughs> you sure. know what I mean? At, at the end of the day, Mickey Gall's a brown belt. Exactly. Yeah, you know I mean? He's not a black belt. Sage has, what, three, four fights already in the UFC? 
at Sage's of I guess legit guy. Ripped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not. He's not some little pretty boy that this guy no. is going to call out and be like, oh, and, you know, he's not going to treat him like he did punk. No. No, no way. He's 15 um, and 0. He's 15 and 0. Mickey Gall. Oh, well, <laughs> he's not. I'm sorry. He's not. He's 8 and 1. His kickboxing record is 15 and 0. His MMA record is 8 and 1. He's, his kickboxing record is 15 right. and 1. Okay. So, uh, let's. <laughs> yeah. So, so, Mickey, you know, pump your brakes a little bit. It's not like he's fought scrubs. He's he's went in there and he's fought decent guys with decent records. Yeah. You he know, didn't fight so. Michael Jackson and CM Punk. Right. Michael Jackson. Mike Jackson was 0-0 coming into the UFC. So They should have had Punk fight Mike Jackson. Yeah. They should have. They should have. <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, I mean, you know. It was good to hear, you know, that cult of personality music. He obviously, you know, was feeling the moment. He stood in the at the cage door, just looked at the crowd like he was just taking it all in. You know, he looked genuinely happy to be there. He wasn't some outsider just looking to get money. He looked genuinely proud mm-hmm. to be in the cage. And, you know, he was genuine in defeat. You know, he was... Even though, like you said, with the whole Rocky stuff, and I'm pretty sure McDowell, it was one ear and out the other... Um, but you know, he, he cried at the press conference, you know, they were talking about AJ, you know, how she believed in him and he started crying and stuff. Yeah, yeah. It showed humility, which we're not used to with CM Punk because while he was in wrestling, he was, was kind of jerky yeah, he was and, a dick. And, and nonchalant and real, you know, whatever, but it was good to see that side of him. But, uh, let's see if it makes him stronger. And once again, if he loses in dramatic fashion like that, he needs to go away. Um, but we'll see. We'll see what happens there. The tough and who knows? Go ahead. We'll probably get signed by like Bellator or something because you know. Yeah, they, if he they, wants to keep fighting, he'll he'll have somewhere to fight. It's not like the dude is going to be starving for 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 a place to fight. It's just the only thing with this guy is that he's what thirty seven, thirty eight years old. It's yeah. not like he can say, "All right, I'm gonna take you know two years off again and and develop myself." Oh, what you're gonna be forty? He can't do that. He's kind of got to go back in immediately and get better in six months, you know, he really doesn't have, he doesn't have that, that luxury of time. He doesn't have that, you know, like when Nick Diaz, not Nick Diaz was, was supposed to get that five year suspension. They were talking about, all right, just call it a career. And he's much younger than, than CM Punk. So it's it's tough, man. It's he's, if he's going to do it, he's got to tell Dana, listen, I want to fight again, but f- give me a guy who's who's making his pro debut. Why not? Yeah, I mean, because, you know, that's where the, that's where Punk's level is at. Yeah. You know what I mean, the only problem for Punk is you don't make your MMA debut in the UFC. No, no. That's the problem. No. You know, even Brock Lesnar had a fight mm-hmm, before the mm-hmm. UFC. Exactly. He fought in freaking, exactly. what was that, K-1, yep. uh, uh, whatever it was called. I don't know what that thing was called. But, uh, you know, he had that fight against that, that Chinese dude, killed him in two seconds, and he got into the UFC. Into the, the only, and they fed him a world champion. And he was winning, except for Mazzagatti's stupid ass, but forget yeah. it, you know, that's neither here nor there. But um, air the two fights. Oh, Punk lasted longer than Brock, listen. Brock was dominant yeah, when he got beat. Whoever says that is an idiot. This is not yeah. even. Come it's on. Not you can't compare the two. It's not a comparison. It's not yeah. even, you know, Brock you can't. Was killing a former world champion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he got caught because of a rookie mistake. Punk got dominated from Jump Street. There was no comparison. You can't say, oh, Bobby Lashley. Bobby Lashley's a 
college wrestling champ or in the army wrestling. He's a wrestling champion, not WWE, not pro wrestling, real wrestling. Um, you know, he's a big, big bastard. He's a too. huge dude. You know, the only guy that's equivalent to CM Punk, and not even because he was a boxing champion, so he had combat sports. You know, at the highest level, James Tony made his yeah. MMA debut. You know, in the UFC, but even him, it was a boxer, a pro boxer who's at the time or oh, throughout his career, elite, uh, one of the elite guys in boxing, and even he yeah. got his ass demolished. Just yeah, like and you know. that, and Randy Couture is not stupid. You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> exactly. Randy Couture <laughs> didn't they put even him risk against it. the wrong dude. Because mm-hmm. even though Randy is old, Randy is probably one of the most smarter fighters ever. Yeah, you know what I mean, and uh, you know, an elite wrestler. On top of being, he was a boxer too, but not nowhere near the level of James. No, Stone. no, no, no. If Tony would have caught Randy once, it probably would have been a wrap. But um, but you know, you got to give respect to to guys like James Tony because. Boxers have been talking shit about MMA for years, but they won't step in the cage. James yeah. Tony got in the cage. He did it. Exactly. So, you know, I give respect to James Tony more than a lot of other boxers who just talk. You know what I mean? Um, James Tony, like you said, similar to Punk, got his ass whipped. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, he, he went in there. So hopefully Punk learned something from it. Hopefully, like you said, he got brought back down to earth. Yeah, exactly. Whatever, whatever he thought was going to be. And how it was going to be. But um, hopefully he comes back. And I hope success for the dude. I don't want him to fail. No, I would like to see him get a a win. but At least a dub before he gets released. Right. Or whatever. You know what I mean? Right. At the end of the day, all we learned about CM Punk was that he draws money. That's That's it. it. And we already knew that. So. Yeah. So hopefully, you know, much, you know, hopefully the best with him, you know, AJ, whatever, you know, uh, I missed him in pro wrestling, but you know, let's see what happens in the next few years. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, if they, if they go back to, if they go to Chicago, I wouldn't be surprised they throw him on that card. Cause he's, he's yeah. out over there. So oh, he'll get, what happens, man. he'll be a freak hero in Chicago. Right. <laughs> so now after that, we go into the co-main, which was, the fight was a little lackluster. I mean, it started off. <laughs> oh, it started off tremendous. <laughs> we had a jumping sweet chin music from freaking Verdum over here. Yeah, it started um, off crazy. Verdum versus uh, Travis Brown, which they said in the beginning could be a number one contender fight. Verdum's already the number one contender. Mm-hmm. But uh, I guess if he lost to Brown, they would have probably threw Brown in that mix. Yeah. But, uh, you know... Uh, easy decision win for for Fabricio. Uh, he tagged. It wasn't nowhere near as dominant as his first fight with Travis no, Brown. But he still makes Brown look silly. Yeah, 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 Travis Brown is not anywhere near the level on the feet, which is crazy to say because Verdum in his career has not been known as a stand-up fighter. Mm-hmm. But until you know the tutelage of uh, of Rafael Rafael Cordero, Cordero, right? Uh, his stand-up has just been amazing since then. Um, and like you said, made Travis Brown look silly. Uh, and Travis Brown is, is ugh, I, I'd say, move him down a peg or two. Go to man. Yeah, he is, he is not on that level, man. He is nowhere near being a champion. He got destroyed by Cain Velasquez at UFC 200. Before that, he got murdered by Verdum in the first fight. And um, has he won a fight since going with uh, Tarvanian? And he, we'll talk won, about he won a fight. But it was the fight against Matt Mitrione oh. where the dude, I poked him mad times. 
And then yeah. Mitrione was like, yo, I can't compete anymore, essentially. I mean, up until those eye pokes, it was a competitive fight. No, Not one one was, was you know, whooping the other's ass. And, and I mean, since he's been to Edmund, he's lost to Arlovsky. TKO Kane just mauled him. Um, Edmund is such well, a... Was it, uh, was it the two... And the two fights were Verdun, right? Right, yeah, 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 yeah. So he's... He's such but, a Edmund is such a dick, man. I can't yeah, stand he that is guy. Terrible. Like what? That, what? I, what credentials? What credentials does yeah, like like supposedly that same episode, that fight companion episode, they were talking about that too. And apparently, Shab was saying that uh, that Edmund was a badass kickboxer back in the day. Oh, like that was uh, Joe Schilling who was. Oh, that. Joe Schilling. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Doesn't he train with like the Diaz brothers and and Joe? And yeah, he's their striking coach. And I don't. I didn't even know if Joe was serious or not. Like, I couldn't tell by the tone of his oh, voice. But. He was dead serious. He was like, oh, you know, he was a, a champion back in the day, a champion kickboxer. You know, badass. You know, whatever. He was saying how. Uh, like the, you can't mess really mess with Armenians, you know, uh, Armenians and 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 Brazilians together, you know, they don't take shit, you know, this and this and that. But which is pretty much leading toward what we're going to be talking about now, the end of the fight, which is probably more entertaining than the fight itself. Yeah, uh, they were announcing the winner of the fight, and they uh, some between them announcing Verdum as the winner. I guess Edmund was talking shit to Verdum, like he was squaring off on him. And Verdun mm-hmm. hit him with like a front kick, like he went to kick him. Like, <laughs> yo, is the, is is Edmund meant like is he crazy? Does he have any idea what Verdun would have done to him if he would have gotten his hands on him? Like, is he serious? I mean, obviously, we understand that the coaches have a certain amount of skill, which is why they're coaching the fighters. But don't get it twisted. A coach shouldn't be fighting a fighter. No, and I heard that on the uh, on the thing. I think it was that fight campaign. I'm not sure. They said that freaking Rafael Cordero was squared yeah. up, like ready to, you know. Yeah, they were saying Cordero, and Cordero's up. He's a monster. Bad. He's trained Shogun, Vandalay, Anderson, uh, you yeah. know, Cyborg. Like, are you kidding me? He's a legend. This dude is shooter box. You know what I mean? This dude is... Uh, you know, and I think, I don't know if you noticed, but uh, we noticed it on the TV. Uh, Abeluso Brawl was trying to get into the cage. Oh, yeah. Um, that's another murderer that you don't want. <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> another dude that he was trying to get in there and, and get at Edmund. So, you know, I, I just think Edmund thinks he's bigger than what he is, man. I just think he's he thinks he's a badass. He thinks he could, you know, I remember on the show. I would love uh, to see him against CM Punk. CM Punk would probably whoop his ass. <laughs> Seriously, man, I'll be rooting so hard for that dude. <laughs> but remember on the on the Ultimate Fighter where Misha Tate and Ronda yes. were coaches? Yeah. Edmund was talking so much shit to Brian Caraway, like uh, you know, like, oh I'll kick his ass, you know, blah blah, blah whatever, blah blah I'm like, he's yo, crazy. this dude swears like he's, he's crazy. Just... He's crazy. Then he <laughs> got in the Brian Caraway's a top five featherweight. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Then he Just got really in the face of, uh, what's this guy's name? Trevor Holman, a guy who submitted Matt Hughes twice. Yeah. Like, are you kidding me, man? These guys would rag your stupid ass around, bro. Like, he's he's the luckiest trainer in all of fighting because if Ronda Rousey doesn't walk into his gym. He is a nobody. Nothing. And what has this idiot taught her? Because Ronda Rousey's hands are shit. Yeah, so exactly. And she, remember, when she lost to Holly, um... 
her own mother was like, why are you training with this guy? Yeah. I mean, like, like this guy's a joke. You know what I mean? Like, and of all the gyms you can go to, and I, and I understand Travis Brown, you know, he's hitting that. Right. Or whatever, you know, like, like, but we he get leaves it. his camp. And when he, he left Jackson's, he was killing dudes. Dude, he knocks out Overeem. He knocks out Josh Barnett. Like he's murking dudes. And he, then he killed Stefan Struve with a Superman yeah, punch. Yeah, come on, guy. Like, and then he goes to Edmund, and you're going to tell me you're standing there and you're seeing where your career is going? You don't see a, a decline, bro? Like, like, what's happening here? I'm pretty sure Ronda still likes you if you train with somebody else. Like, you know, you already, you've already been hitting that for about yeah, a year. Yeah, she's not you're even probably, fighting or, like, anymore. Yeah, like, she's a movie star. She's not... Go like, back to Jackson's, dude. Yeah. yeah I mean, and apparently, what, Ronda's fighting Amanda Nunez. Oh, good luck, good luck with that. <laughs> good luck. <laughs> good luck. I, I would love <laughs> to see that one. Good luck with that, my friend. She killed She killed Misha for the belt. Quickly. Yes, quick. And it took Ronda three rounds to take her out. So, I mean, oof. I mean, you can't do math. Yeah, and I mean, math doesn't work, but... Yeah. Amanda Nunez is a murderer. A murderer. She is a lesbian killer. She is a murderer, for real. I mean, uh, Travis Brown was murking fools, man. He, he, you know, he he lost uh, one fight that was to Antonio Silva with his knee buckled, and then Bigfoot knocked him out. But he was relatively 13-0 and 0 before he went with with freaking Edmund, and now he can't buy a win. So it's like four out of the past. Yeah, five. yeah, yeah. You know, look at um Jake Ellenberger. Jake Ellenberger went with Edmund, and Jake Ellenberger was on a shit streak, and then he leaves uh, this fool, and now he be- he just beat Matt Brown, who's like a top ten, yeah. top fifteen guys. What and is this they guy? Said if, if if Ellenberger would have lost, he would have got cut. Yeah, he was already cut, and they said that he ran into the offices like, dude, just give me one freaking fight, one more, one more. I'm not gonna leave. He got it, and he won. This Edmund yeah. guy is a joke, man. I wish that they would have separated separated everybody and give give Verdun thirty seconds with this guy. At least. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. oh man, it was so upsetting. It's that that stuff is so upsetting, man. You're a coach, stay in your place. You know, you, if you're a fighter who's six foot six, six foot seven, pro, <laughs> got his ass beat. What is you? What are you gonna do? Yeah, against a guy who's probably one of the. If you want to think about it, like top we were five. talking about AJ, AJ Styles, top ten, Verdum in terms of heavyweights, top five, top five of all, all time, of, of all time, all absolutely. Time. All time. I mean, this dude beat Fedor. This dude beat, you know. He, he beat the who's who, man. Yeah. The only one he hasn't beat is over him because, I don't know, he just ran into some bad luck. Did I, I wouldn't be surprised they make that fight again now that Verdum is. didn't he do that same giant uh, <laughs> yeah, jump, yeah, yeah. jumping kick on over him and <laughs> yeah, pride? Yeah, yeah, He's crazy, man. He's done <laughs> that kick a couple of times. <laughs> that dude is crazy, man. I mean, Verdum is, he beat Mark Hunt. He beat Noguera. He he submitted Noguera. He submitted Cain Velasquez. Uh, he submitted Fedor. He beat Bigfoot. Um, he beat Vera. He beat Gonzaga. You know, he's he beat Alexander Emelianenko. His, his, his resume is no joke, man. And I hate when people say, oh, Cain Velasquez is... Top two, arguably the number one heavyweight of all time. Who has he beaten? Yeah. You know, it, it's. Because a, he beat was Brock. 
You know what I'm saying? A, a, a screwed up Brock. You know, he beat Chet Congo, bum juice. He beat Ben Rothwell when Rothwell was not the Rothwell of today. He beat a washed up Noguera. He beat a sick Brock. He lost to, to Dos Santos. Then he fights Bigfoot, beats Dos Santos, then fights Bigfoot again, then fights Dos Santos again. So that's four, one, two, three, four, five straight fights where he's fighting the same two dudes. Then, yeah. he, then he loses to Fabricio, and then he beats Travis Brown. So you mean to tell me this guy, who most of his record is padded by beating the same two dudes, is up top, top five heavyweights, so the number one heavyweight of all time? Huh? Yeah, the only, the only reason why I would say people would say that about him is it's because he's UFC champion twice, which is okay, fine. But, but it was the same. It was against the same guy. Like It's not like... Yeah. I just can't. That 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 always bothers me. You know, Noguera's up better than. And I think he loses to Verdum again. Agreed. I think he loses to Steve Agreed. Bay right now. Agreed. I think. Uh, you know, uh, I don't know. I, I would say Overeem, but Overeem's chin is just. Well, we'll get into so Overeem actually at this moment. Um, I'm pretty sure you were excited in the beginning of this fight, <laughs> um, but as the fight went on, you saw. Uh, Fine. Listen, man, I'm a big time. Your favorite heavyweight, um, Steve Miocic, in his first title defense. He shut down the motherboard, as Miocic <laughs> eloquently put. Um, listen, man, Verdum, not Verdum, Overeem, that running, st- he just kept backing up into the cage, and I knew that was going to be the end for him. He kept yeah. backing up into the cage. He could, he should have kept sticking and moving because he's the better striker. Once the fight hit the ground, oddly enough, you know, he just got grounded and pounded, man. And it was that was it. It was it was a it was a good fight. Like if they rematch, who knows? But yeah, uh, it was tough, man. It was tough. No, I was scared for Stipe that first minute, bro. Because yeah, first punch that Overeem landed, I was like, he dropped him. He and dropped then, him. I mean. Your boy tried to say he tapped. That that was funny. Yeah, that was tough. Whole, to be fair, whole. he was still he still was concussed. Like Joe Rogan <laughs> said, listen, I'm not interviewing dudes who just got knocked out anymore. You know, it's not fair. These dudes just woke up and you're sticking a microphone in their face. But yeah, it was it was bad. <laughs> it was tough. So, so yeah, very early in the fight, he catches him with a straight, knocks uh, Stipe on his ass. He's trying to get him in a guillotine. Uh, Which he's you know, known for finishing, dude. That's his move. Yeah, but. so Stipe gets out of it, gets his composure. They're fighting back and forth. He hits over him with a shot. Over him is, you know, juking and jiving and wiggling <laughs> and shit. And they're just throwing punches at each other. And, you know, eventually Stipe just gets the advantage and over him hits the ground. He gets on top of him and that just was it. to death. That was it. <laughs> You know, nobody really looked impressive. I mean, no, it was just a, it was, it was just, just a slugfest. Slug yeah, yeah, it was just a back and forth, you know, good slug fight. knocker. Good, good, good one round. Oh no, um, yeah, great one round, but <laughs> just tough, tough to. If if Overeem would have paced himself, he looked gassed a little bit. Like it was, it was the 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 moment was seemed like to be a lot for the dude. It was weird, man. He was running away from him. And, it was I don't know what what yeah, happened. It was it was weird to see Reem run like that. Yeah, I, I've it was never tough. really seen. I mean, I, I guess he respected the power of Miocic. Uh, I mean, Miocic hits like a mule. Mm-hmm. So uh, he's always in your face. So it's yeah. tough. 
And, and I think Stipe looked a little, not out of shape, but just like you said, I think the adrenaline dump took it out of him as well. Yeah, they both look first, weird. First title fight in his hometown. I mean, his first uh, defense in his hometown. And, and, and that's a big deal. You know what I mean? And I think just him being there, the crowd overwhelmingly being on his side, just I, I think it took it out of him because he looked, like you said, he looked a little off. You know what I mean? Um, and with Overeem, if he would have won... He would have been in the similar situation as AJ Styles. He would have yep. had every title in every company. Yeah, and you put him in there as the top five, top three heavyweight mm-hmm. of all time. I mean, even right. if he comes back and let's say he comes back, they book him because they're they're probably leaning towards Kane Miocic. So let's yeah. say they do uh, Overeem Verdum three. If he beats Verdum, again. you put him right. He gets the title shot again, and you know if he's on, he's on. You know he's tough. He's a tough out. I mean, in the beginning of the fight, he was he he. If he didn't go for that guillotine, we're probably talking about a new champion right now. So yeah, if he would have just punched him while the dude was on the ground, because Miocic, he Miocic was right. Yeah, moment. for sure. Like, he was all you know, look, seeing stars and shit. Yeah. If Ofrim would have just kept the pressure on him and just you know, elbows, punches, you know, that's something. And, and I don't mean to bring him up, but when Brock had you hurt, bro. It, yeah, it was, yeah, there was no. It was hammer fist from hell. It there was, was no elbows. Give. It was. <laughs> there was no give, man. There was. But tough, yeah, tough night for my boy. Stipe Miocic, still UFC heavyweight champion, man. Yeah, um, still. Uh, what do you think the timetable is? How long do you see him having that belt? Oh man, it's you know what? I think Kane. If Kane's chin wasn't so suspect. I would say, because both of them look like shit, to be honest. They, Miocic and, and, and Overeem didn't look good. Yeah. Um, if, if Miocic fights, and I can't, I, I can't stand Cain Velasquez. <laughs> but he's skilled. He's, his gas tank is ridiculous. So if that Miocic comes to fight Kane, I, I see Kane getting the belt again, unfortunately. Yeah. And if that's the next fight, I wouldn't be surprised. if. But then again, if Stipe touches you, man. Yeah, that's the thing. And as of late, like as Kane gets older, like his chin is diminishing. His, yeah, because you know I mean? Verdum um, had him rocked, rocked. Yeah, and a and, times. and Stipe, I think, you know, as he's shown, it's harder. <laughs> oh yeah, he's probably the hardest heavyweight hitter they got right now. I mean, him and Overeem. And the thing is, Stipe has wrestling too. So yeah, Kane it's not going to be just a foam around. Mm-mm. And the cool thing about what happened with Stipe is. He has that first defense under him, so yeah, he doesn't he doesn't need to have those jitters anymore. Like, oh, the pressure of I have to, you know, defend this belt at least once. You know, the old Matt Hughes rule: if you don't defend the belt at least once, you ain't, you ain't considered a champion. champion. It's true. Yeah, you know I mean? but um, now he has that defense under his belt, and he has come out of you know uh, 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 a tough moment because he was rocked by Overeem. So the pressure, look, the, the pressure of you defending your belt for the first time, plus you defending it for your first time in your hometown. Yeah. I mean, yeah. he had his biggest pressure fight of his career already. He's got that out of the way. So if he defends that belt at the MGM or the Staples Center in California, you know, wherever yeah. else, it'll be, it'll be nothing. He's going to be not. It's going to be a walk in the park for him. It's just about. His cardio, which he seems to always have a good gas tank, and him being sharp. If he's sharp, he he beats Kane. I don't see him not beating Kane because I think he's got much better hands than Kane. He's got more power than Kane. Kane's got better kicks, and the wrestling, who knows? Kane, I would give him the wrestling. 
Yeah, it's it's a tough. It, it's a who's who. If, if but if Stipe touches your chin, man, it's you going out. Shout out to Dos Santos for going five rounds with that dude and winning. Yeah, man. Even though I, ugh. even though it could have gone either way, to be honest, that that decision, like I saw, I watched that fight maybe twice, like like straight. You know what I mean? Because I thought I thought Miocic did enough mm-hmm. to get a decision because mm-hmm. I feel like. I mean, I don't remember what the stats were. I, think I don't know if split. JDS got more more shots on him. But um, I feel like if you look at their face, if you look at the damage, I think Stipe did a lot more yeah. damage to Dos Santos than Dos Santos For did sure. to him. Sure. Um, but I feel like if they fight right now... They I gave it Stipe unanimous kills. to Dos Santos, by the way. Huh? They gave it unanimous. It wasn't even a split. It was yeah, a unanimous that's, decision. Yeah, that's, that's, that's crazy. ridiculous. It's crazy. But I, honestly, if they fight right now, I think Stipe kills... GDS. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yo, the mystique of Dos Santos is way gone, bro. He was he was that dude. Way I mean, gone. Cain Velasquez changed his life, man. We thought Those that dude would be the one that he'll hold the belt for years. Those two beatings that Cain gave him were tough, he man. His, he took his soul, bro. He did. He took his soul. He did. <laughs> I mean, he's, oh, man. He did. I mean, he, he he's what? One... Oh. Yeah, his last fight was a beatdown against Ben Rothwell in April. That's a long time ago, man. So we'll see. We'll see. He got knocked out before that. He beat Stipe, lost to Kane, knocked out Mark Hunt. So it's, we'll see. Who knows? But I would love to see Overeem Verdum again for the number one contender and see Kane, Stipe. That'd, Who that'd, knows? That'd Maybe JDS could fight Brock. <laughs> Listen, man, you throw Brock in the mix. That that throws a monkey wrench into everything because from what I hear, Mark Hunt is out the picture. He's I think he's going to Bellator. From what really? I hear. yeah, I heard that they they cut him or that they they brought him out. That's a rumor. Don't they, quote me on that. Wow. But um, from what I heard, he he's going to Bellator. And, and from what you told me before, uh, Brock only got six months, right? Yeah, yeah. They 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 shortened that suspension. Because so, he got the same, he got caught for the same thing John Jones, John got, Jones caught got caught for. Yeah. So if you're gonna give Jones a certain amount of time, you should probably give the same thing. And to who Brock. the hell doesn't want to see Brock Lesnar fight? Yeah, Are exactly. You kidding me? You kidding and me? with his win over Mark Hunt, he's automatically top ten. Oh yeah, he's he was top ten before. You know what I'm saying? Like before he he beat Mark Hunt. If, if we're gonna do it that way, he's 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 a freak, man. He's a freak. I mean, if we look at the top 10... And, and, and he's healthy. Yeah. If we look at the top 10 real quick right now, you know, you got Verdun number one, Kane two, Overeem three. Uh, Overeem just lost. Kane just won. Verdun just won. But they're going to give it to Kane because they go by excitement. So he mauled Travis Brown. Uh, ben Rothwell is coming off of a loss and an injury. He was supposed to fight Verdum. Josh Barnett just won, so you throw him in the mix. It could be Josh Barnett Overeem, Josh Barnett Verdum, who knows? Or and and everybody else. Arlowski out of it. Travis Brown out of it. The dark horse, no pun intended, is the Black oh, Beast. Black Beast. <laughs> the Black Beast, man. Eric Lewis. Listen, you give the Black Beast Josh Barnett, or you give the Black Beast, you know, somebody up there, Ben Rothwell, Dos Santos, you never know, man. Dude, that dude, <laughs> it's hard. You never know, man, because he beat up Roy Nelson. You got to give it oh, to him. That last shot he caught oh on him before God. the fight ended? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Jesus. You know, Black Beast versus Travis Brown. Black Be- I would love to see Black Beast versus 
Ben Rothwell or or, or Travis yeah. Brown just to see where he's at because that's the elite of the elite. I don't think Travis Brown is elite anymore, but he could be that oh. bridge. Arlovsky is not elite anymore. I think yeah. Black Beast will knock him out. To be honest, um, oh, Mark Hunt, you know. So it's we'll see, man. That's that's the dark horse. No pun intended. The Black Beast. Yo, Derek Lewis is yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> I agree. But um, who knows, man? I, I, who's your champ? Who's all right? At the start of 2017, who's your heavyweight champion? In the UFC? Yeah. I mean, is Stipe going to fight again before the year's over? Well, let's say, let's say, what, what are let's we Let's say in? he fights Kane? Yeah, let's say he fights at the New Year's show. Okay. Kane Velasquez. Yeah, I, I agree, man. Unfortunately, I agree. I mean, if if we get a Stipe knockout, that'll be beautiful. But that'll be great. It, it's, but, uh, Kane is Kane is a bad dude, man. I hate him, but he's great. Yeah, he's 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 a bad <laughs> dude, man. You can't you can't take nothing away from that dude. Now, 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 I, I said we were going to close with that, but now, but now you got my <laughs> no, no, not to be you know pause, yeah, yeah, but you got my, your my juices going? flowing. My, uh, my, you know, talking about UFC. They're coming to New York. Was it November? Ooh, that's a card right there. Yeah. Are we gonna get Eddie Alvarez versus Conor McGregor, or are we getting Eddie Alvarez versus Khabib? Well, f- from from Dana White, he's saying that this dude is unhealthy, and now freaking Conor McGregor just tweeted not too long ago that he's healthy. He wants to fight at two hundred five. So please, Jesus, please let us have that <laughs> fight because Eddie Alvarez would ex. Bose Conor McGregor. That would be CM Punk, Mickey Gall 2.0. Seriously. <laughs> that is funny. Seriously, yeah, I, man. I agree. I agree. CM I think Punk. Galvarez is that one gritty dog fighter that is just, he's been around so long. He's been a champion everywhere he's been. Uh, Dude, I, he, he can box his ass off. He's got a chin for days. You rock him, the f- he always comes back. I mean, yep. he looks incredible since he's been training with Mark Henry, not the wrestler. Yep, yep. <laughs> Mark Henry, it's Frankie same, Edgar. Coach is Frankie Edgar. Edson Barboza. Like, bro, I mean, we watched the Dos- the RDA fight, the oh, Rafael Dos Anjos God. fight together. Nobody had Eddie you know? Alvarez. Nobody had Eddie Alvarez. Dos, Dos Anjos looked like a murderer. He murders Nate Diaz. He murders Ben Henderson. He murders Pettis. He murders Cowboy. And then Dos, uh, Alvarez just ran right through him. And it was it was incredible, man. I, yo, I hope that they give that fight to, to Eddie Alvarez. Because I'm, I'm serious, man. Conor McGregor, can he's so whack to me, bro. He's such a bum, man. I, I can't say. Because if, if he gets... If he thinks that he could take those little breaks, those little cardio breaks that he did with Nate Diaz, Eddie Alvarez has a gas tank for days. He's not gonna. He's gonna be on your ass for twenty five minutes. It, yep. it's, it, uh, he's gonna get a wake up call. And all these stupid Conor McGregor fans that swear that Conor McGregor is this, and I, I just don't understand it, man. He's not good. He's not good. <laughs> like, he's not. I don't get it, man. He's not good to me at all. There's nothing yeah. about his game that's good. He has great hands. I give him that. He's got great hands. That's it. Yeah, pretty much. That's pretty much. It. You that's know, it. And, and I'm surprised. I mean, that second Nate Diaz fight, if you look at the stats, Nate Diaz had better stats than Conor McGregor. Mm-hmm. But the thing that was against Nate Diaz was those three early knockdowns that yeah. he got. Which supposedly, if, according to Nate, 
he said that he was just trying to bait him in like Verdum uh, baited in Fedor, which if you watch the fight again, it kind of looks like that. But then again, I'm a kind of I can't stand him, so I'll take anything to knock him. <laughs> so yeah, you can't yeah. really go by that. But three knockdowns killed him. Yeah, he should. The, uh, needless to say, that was not a good strategy on, on Nate Diaz's part. No, obviously later on in the fight, uh, you know, I'd say Nate Diaz won. I'd say Nate Diaz won, you know, it's tough, man, because if those three knockdowns didn't happen, I'd say Nate Diaz won the fight. Right. But that's why I lean, I can't take it away from McGregor. He knocked him on his ass three times. Yeah, no, you, that, that, you can't do He that. won the fight. But, you know, statistically, Nate Diaz hit him more. He caught him with more shots. He hit him with the only takedown at the end of the fight. Um, so, you know, it was a good fight. But not enough to say, okay, Nate got screwed. I don't no, think Nate no, got hell screwed. No. Whoever said that is, is crazy. It's silly. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's no, silly. No. It was a good fight. It was but, a uh, close good fight. But Eddie Alvarez, I think, is that dog that will take him into deep water that he's never been in. <sighs> uh, if he thought Chad Mendez brought him to deep water, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, rude awakening. He has no that, idea. Like, oh, my God. <sighs> Eddie, like you said, Eddie Alvarez is. is it's hard. He's a, he's a good boxer. He can wrestle he's fast. He can wrestle. He this is this is gonna be a tough one for for McGregor. Yo, and people are acting like listen, man. Prior to the freaking Nate Nate Diaz choking out Conor McGregor, Nate Diaz was considered a rudimentary perennial yep. top fifteen guy. Like he, you know, the biggest win of Nate Diaz's career aside from McGregor was what Cowboy Cerrone. Yeah, You know, like, let's not sit here and act like Nate Diaz is a world beater. He's never contended for a title. He's never been a top five guy in any weight class. Did did, did he fight Henderson for the belt? No, he got, he, no, he didn't, he didn't, let me, let me. Because I know he fought Ben Henderson. Was Ben Henderson champ at that time? Was he, uh, let me see. That's a good question. He fought Dos 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 Anjos. And got yeah. mauled. I know that for sure. Because uh, I know, see. I know he fought Ben Henderson, but I was wondering if Henderson. Oh well, okay, yeah, it was for the title. So there we go. He he fought Ben Henderson once. He, he got a title fight one, and he got mauled by Ben Henderson. Yeah, ben that Henderson fight wasn't killed. even close. You know what I'm saying? His 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 MMA record is, is, is very yeah. regular. You know, he's he's 19 and 11. He's a Hall of Famer, according to Randy <laughs> You know, he's got that Hall of Fame record. I mean, just like you said, depending on who you ask before that fight, Nate Diaz might be considered a buck. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Like, come on, man. You know, he's he's legitimately only lost to, to, to the best guys. He's lost to, to Dong Hyun Kim at 170, Roy McDonald at 170. I don't consider those fights because I don't think he's a 170-pound guy. No, Roy um, McDonald ragdolled him. Oh that my was god, that was yeah, that was that was terrible, man. That was almost not fair that because, was like you said, he's not that big of a guy. You know, he's more of a one fifty five. Yeah, he's no, not a, that was you know one seventy. Those guys are too strong. Too better. much for him, and and that's what I'm saying. McGregor didn't even fight the best version of Diaz. Diaz is way better at fifty five than he is at one seventy. You know, so Diaz beats Jim Miller, Takanori Gomi over the hill. He beats Donald Cerrone. That's his best win, as far as I'm concerned, aside from McGregor. That's his best win. Cerrone just looked bad in Cerrone that fight. Looked terrible. What happened? When, he's not a pressure fighter. When the pressure's on, he, he I don't know what's, what, what is it with Cerrone, but he gets knocked out by Josh Thompson. He gets killed by Dos Anjos. Then he beats Michael Johnson. 
who's no. to me a, a regular, you know, top ten guy. He's a good fighter, but I give him that one. That's his. That's his return to one fifty five, or his return back after being away for over a year. So he looked great, and he jumps back up to one seventy and still beats McGregor's ass. So it's, yeah. dude, let's not sit here and act like. Conor McGregor just beat freaking, you know, uh, uh, Ben Henderson or, or, or somebody elite. Nate Diaz is not elite by any stretch of the imagination. Nate Diaz is not an elite fighter. He's not his brother. He's he's not the best of the scrap pack who's Jake Shields, Gilbert Melinda. He's not the best. Like, stop. It's, it, it, just, it just pisses me off, man. You go to war with a mediocre guy, what does that make you? Yeah, mediocre. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's ridiculous. That's like the whole, it's, it's the whole Gotti Ward Right, uh, right. A thing, because right. obviously Arturo Gotti got the best of Mickey Ward, fine. And those were bloodbaths. Great but fights. Then you, then you put a Arturo Gotti against Mayweather. Oh, my goodness. Uh, what happened? <laughs> I mean, Rocky Rocky got taken out a little early. <laughs> yeah, uh, man. Like it's... You can't put a you know a dogfighter in there with you know someone that's technical like Bro. that. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. And but, Alvarez can be technical and box you up, or he can... Be, Conor McGregor is not going to outdog Eddie Alvarez, bro. It's not no, going to happen. No way. No it's way. not going to happen. Michael Chandler, a guy who's in Bellator, who's the 155-pound champ, would maul Conor McGregor, yeah. in my opinion. And, and, Michael, and Michael Chandler's not even in the UFC. Like, and Eddie Alvarez killed him. To, yeah, to, like, come on, man. Like, it, It's just upsetting, <laughs> this hype. that this. I, I'm hoping that they booked that fight. So that this hype train could really be put to an end. So that you but could see how, how suspect this guy is. Not for nothing. It's really sad, though, that they have not taken this belt off of him. Like, Yeah, it's ridiculous. They tried this before. They wanted him, it, before the Diaz fight, he was supposed to fight Dos Anjos for the lightweight title. Mm-hmm. Then he was talking about, oh, after I beat him, I'm going after Robbie Lawler. Are you Are kidding you crazy? me? crazy? Are you crazy? <laughs> Are you crazy? And then you saw that interview where Robbie Lawler looked mad psycho. He was like, yeah. <laughs> He said, I'm going to take his soul. <laughs> Are you crazy, Connor? Like, come on, guy. Like, and then he had the nerve to say, like, he had to be joking, of course, because I don't even think he could oh, get that Brock. heavy. He was like, I'll, go, I'll fight Brock Lesnar. Come, stop, stop it. Stop it. Stop I- it. <laughs> just stop man like I, w- I would pay to see that you have no that'll be the first wwe looking match because brock Lesnar will re- literally f5 this clown and throw <laughs> he could probably throw him over the cage like the the road at 155 is not favorable i don't see conor mcgregor honestly seriously beating the top seven guys in this division. He won't beat Khabib. Khabib will murder him. He will ragdoll him. Dos Anjos will murder him. Tony Ferguson ragdoll him. We've already seen Nate Diaz beat him. Edson Barboza will take him apart on the feet. Michael Johnson is probably his best bet. Cerrone yeah. will wreck him. Like, that's the top seven guys. You kidding me? And don't even think about 170. Cerrone left to 170 yeah don't even think about 170 because you're not you're not doing anything against anybody at 170 you, his power would not transfer nothing to nothing he won't be Cerrone who's those 170 guys, those guys will eat all his punches no 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 No, he won't beat anybody at 170 Johnny Hendricks will wreck him Gastelum will wreck him Condit would wreck him Damian Maya will take him to the ground and, oh, and that fight will be over in 30 seconds Stephen oh. Thompson would wreck Conor McGregor oh, and Robbie Lawler, obviously. And then the champ, Tyron Woodley. I mean, come on, guys. 
You know, yeah. it's 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 silly to think that and this. The, the, the funny thing is, he'll probably lose that rematch to Aldo. Exactly, exactly. And I don't see him beating Max Holloway or Frankie Edgar either. So, it's, it, I don't. I, I hope. I, I don't wish. Listen, man, this is sports. I can say that I hate the Cavs. So, I, as a, as an athlete, as as a team, I'm I'm looking at this guy as a team. I can't stand Conor McGregor. I hope that he never wins another fight in the UFC again. I hope that CM Punk drops down to 155 and whoops this clown's ass. That's what I, that's what I hope. Okay, because oh, he's a bum. He's nothing good about this guy. Nothing. It's, it's upsetting that these fans, I, I don't get it, yo. Uh, <sighs> yeah, I, I don't I don't get the mystique. I, I don't get the, you know. Yeah, he, okay, he has that fluky knockout yeah, win over. Yeah, man, that was the Aldo. worst thing to happen ever, man. And he, he got... He got that win over Mendez, who who took the fight Just on like ten fluky days. Fluky wins, fluky wins. Yeah, like we were vindicated when when Weidman got his ass whooped by Luke Rockhold. Oh yeah, we were oh, very yeah. vindicated because up until the Rockhold fight, except for the Machito fight, we give him the Machito fight. Oh my God, Weidman is fighting Yoel Romero. Oh yes, what? he is, Jonathan. Oh yes, he is. Oh. Yes, he is. Oh. <laughs> yes, he is. Oh my God. <laughs> That's oh. the fight we've been looking for, my friend. Oh my god! Because oh. that, come on, man. Oh my god, what a fight! I mean, so far the card is is stupid, bro. Cerrone uh, Gastelum, uh, which was supposed to be Cerrone Lawler, but Cerrone uh, Calvin Gastelum, Frankie Edgar, Jeremy Stevens, Tim Kennedy, good. Rashad Evans. Um, wow. You got it was the last time Ken- Tim Kennedy fought. It's been it's been a while. Oof. It's been a while. Rashad Evans is making his his debut at, at 185, so that should be interesting. Um, but yeah, man, freaking Chris Weidman is going up against Yoel Romero, and you got Tyron Woodley against Wonder Boy. You throw Conor McGregor on that card, that might be the that might be a better card than UFC 200. Maybe. I mean. <sighs> I don't know, man. Or Dana White could just do a big fu and put Khabib against. If he wants uh, to protect Connor, then then yeah, he's gonna he's gonna say fu to to the fans for sure. Is, when is Jones' suspension up? They say they want to book him for two or five. Him and Rumble. Oh, come on, son. Oh. <laughs> and I just saw. I was watching the Ultimate Fighter. It's been great, by the way. If you haven't been watching, it's been it's been one of oh. the best seasons. For in a long time, the concept. Uh, I gotta, I, I gotta, I gotta. The concept. I don't know if you know the concept, but the concept is is great. Um, the, this year's concept is they have sixteen different champions from sixteen oh, different, yes, different organizations. Yeah, whoever wins is fights Mighty Mouse. But um, during the during the the commercial, they showed John Jones lifting his hand at the end. So I don't know if that was foreshadowing or just maybe the fact that he's from New York. They show I don't know. But if you get John Jones Rumble on that card, oh my god! Whoa. And not for nothing, that's a scary fight for Jones. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because Rumble Johnson sent sent Glover Teixeira's head into, <laughs> into the fifteenth dimension. Man, that no, joint one one punch. One punch. That dude is that dude he's, is scary, he's bro. He's a murderer, bro. He's he's different. He is scary. The only thing is, man. I mean, just like what the fight with he and Cormier has taught us, uh, uh, Rumble can crumble. Um, mm-hmm. uh, you know, he he Cormier cut him, 
and he saw his own blood, and then he 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 gave up after that. Yeah, unfortunately. And, and that's that he rocked Cormier in the beginning. Like Cormier was like, "Oh shit, I yeah. gotta rush, I got he got to go into the yeah 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 yeah. He had to go to the well." <laughs> But but, uh, but isn't Rumble number one contender right now? Yeah, right. he just beat the number two guy. He's got to be the number one contender. Mm. I mean, they, I mean, if they can't get Jones, can I mean, I don't know if, if Cormier is healthy. It's healthy. Uh, I would see Rumble, Rumble against anybody, man. Yeah, I, I don't care. You, you, you know. get that rematch for New York if if Jones ain't available, you know. Um, right. But, but I mean, I'm not gonna go to the event because the tickets are gonna be astronomical. No, no. We'll, but uh, we'll most likely watch that together. Yeah, but, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but, you know, they're finally in New York, so, you know. Yeah, that's man, that's a big deal for the city. I mean, I'm sure they have, like, an expo or something like that that we could show up. Oh, yeah, up. oh, yeah, probably, like, at the Javits yeah. Center or, or, or whatever. Exactly. I mean, we'll see, see how that goes. I'll go to that. Yeah, 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 but I ain't spending no $2,000, $3,000 to... To see. go to MSG, no, get the hell out of it. No, 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 negative. <laughs> Barclays, you can sit anywhere as a good seat. MSG is not the same. Yes. MSG, if you're in the nosebleeds, you're, you're in the nosebleeds for you're real. You're looking at the Titan truck yeah, or yeah, whatever. Yeah, it's called. over for that. And for that, I can see it, you know, in Buffalo Wild Wings or, <laughs> or in my crib. Clear as day. Else, yeah. The best seat of the house. Yeah, right in front of a big ass TV. <laughs> but, yeah, man. Oh, be, man. There's but, some exciting <laughs> stuff happening, man. There's a lot of good stuff happening in MMA. There's a lot of good stuff that's happening in wrestling. It is great to be a fan at this point. Um, yeah. Before so, yeah, I got a question for you. Before we oh, get yeah, out of here, go for it. Well, when we did the clean finish wrestling show, which we we are making a return. Don't don't get it twisted. Yeah, yeah, um, sure. We are the tag team champs of podcasting. However. <laughs> On the Clean Finish Wrestling Show, if you've never heard it, every every month we used to have a wrestler of the month, and ah. we used to do we well we were gonna do an awards. So who's your MVP for 2015? 2015 for last year for last year last year yeah because we cut um, off in December, so we would have done our, our year end show soon. It was coming up soon, so yeah, that's true. So I mean, he didn't. This dude didn't get hurt till the end, right? Um, I'm gonna have to say Seth, uh, Seth Rollins for 2015. Yeah, that dude was the man throughout the whole year. Like this dude was the champ, like almost the whole year. You know what I mean? Um, he, if he didn't I, get hurt, he probably would have still been the champ. Yeah, pretty much. You know what I mean? Um, and, and I mean AJ didn't come into WWE till 2016, so. Kevin Owens really started hitting its stride like maybe a few months. I mean, he started off with Cena. He started off strong, but then he kind of wavered a little bit. He kind of stumbled here and there, and now he's he's the man. He's the but man. Uh, the one thing that was consistent was wh- who was in all the main events for the most part. It, it was Seth Rollins. You know, what I mean, I mean, he well, he missed Mania of this year. Like I said, he was. He he won the world title at WrestleMania that year. He he cashed in money in the bank, right? And he ran with the belt pretty much the whole year. He was the guy. You know what I mean? So yeah, I'm gonna have to go with Seth freaking Rollins. And your rookie, rookie of the year. Ooh, for 2015. Um. Uh. It's a tough one. That I'll probably give to Kevin Owens. Yeah, it got to be Kevin Owens. 
they got to be Kevin Owens. Yeah. I agree. My my MVP was was uh, uh, Seth, and my my rookie idiot was definitely Kevin Owens. And and folks, you know, whoever listens, like like, like we didn't like tell each other that and decide to say it. Like no we, no 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 no. This was off my dome. Yeah like, yeah yeah. I, this is you off can the cuff. actually hear me not hear me thinking, <laughs> but you could tell since I didn't answer right away that I thought about this answer. So right. it's not like oh you know they just told each other to say the same shit. No yeah, no. Yeah, like no, no. you know I thought about it. And he put some thought into his answer, and, and that was it. You know what I mean? But we are uh, legendary, uh, 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 smart, um, 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 you know, veteran wrestling fans. Yeah, absolutely. So, absolutely. so we, know what, we know what we're talking about. I may not That's know what's going on this. now, but my <laughs> now, <laughs> don't, don't test my wrestling gangster. I know, I know what's up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Fact. So, yeah. So, that, you know, that was our obscenely long um, uh, Clash of the Champions preview show. Sure. Um, just like Izzy said, the Pull No Punches podcast will be returning very soon. Yes. Don't get it twisted. I am still, you will still have the gift of Jay with the Jay's Weekend Wrestling podcast. And Izzy, whenever he wants to be a guest on this show, he can come on whenever the hell he wants. Exactly. Um, I have an open forum. Um, I've been meaning to have guests on this show and, you know, it started with his and like I said, whenever he wants to come on, he could come on. Um, I, I'm pretty sure I'll have Matt on at some point. Uh, uh, Sensei, Chris Reyes, he's been on our show plenty of times when we had our Beers and Brawls MMA podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, uh, Hector Ghost Rivera is another friend of mine, a longtime wrestling fan. He's been on the show before. He'll be on at some point. Um, and I, I, I've been on the S&D podcast show, which is obviously the flagship show of this uh, channel. Um, Steve and Dan, you know, are good dudes. Um, and uh, I've been on their show plenty of times talking football and, and, and wrestling and all that stuff. And Dan himself has been on our show a couple of times. Right. Um, so, you know, we're a big, uh, big old family here and, and we're going to be, you know, doing shows and, you know, Doing it for the fun of it, because that's what it is, man. It's fun for us. You know, we don't get paid for it yet. But, uh, <laughs> at, you know, we're, we're doing it because we like it. And uh, we're knowledgeable about what we're talking about. And, you know, that's what, that's, that's what we're doing here. That's so, true. like I said, the Pull No Punches podcast will be returning. We're in the process of, uh, you know, um, getting that together. We're not sure how we're going to do it technically, but it's going to get done. Um, whether it be on this channel or, or on our own, whatever the case, like mm-hmm. I said, I will be doing double duty. I will give obviously Izzy the reins of, of that show. That was, you know, he started it and, and we took the, you know, we took it by the, the horns and the wheel and we drove it out. You know, we did about 40 to 45 shows yep. in total. Yeah. So there is content for you to listen to if you want to get caught up. Um, and you know, let's see. We got what we some do. classic episodes too. If you, yeah, absolutely. The Great Debate is a classic episode. <laughs> it's about a two and a half hour episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's uh, a classic. We're almost. We're oh shit! We have surpassed the Great Debate. My <laughs> right now, from what I see, we are at two hours and forty minutes. <laughs> well, we're uh, we're we're on Skype for two forty, but we're at the podcast yeah. for two twenty eight. So we well, we are two minutes. From our <laughs> from uh, our, our podcast and record, 
But that episode <laughs> so, is a classic. Yeah, man. We pretty much debate, uh, you know, uh, John Cena versus Hulk Hogan. So if you want to check that out, it's still on the iTunes. You can find it. Uh, you can still find it. The show has not erased. No. So uh, whatever show you want to listen to, we did about 40 of them. You can check it out. <clears throat> um, I'll still be doing some Facebook videos from time to time talking about, you know, horror movies and comics and all that bullshit. Stuff I like to talk about. Yeah. Um, but uh, I, I, what I was thinking was uh, the Pull No Punches podcast can now, it doesn't have to be about pro wrestling. It doesn't have to be about MMA. About anything. It could be a, a variety show. We could talk about whatever the hell we want to talk right. about. Yeah, you know I mean, which is what we used to do anyway. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if we want to talk five minutes of wrestling and, 50 about basketball or, or 30 about football, then that's what we're going to do. Right. You know what I mean? So, you know, <clears throat> you know, me and Iz, are, you know, we're going to game plan. We're going to, you know, probably talk to Steve or, or we'll, like I said, it's either going to be here on this channel or we'll do it ourselves. Either way, it's going to be done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's going to be done. So, you know, I'm, I'm happy that, uh, that Izzy's back in the fold, man. It's been a long time. We haven't recorded since December of 2015, so it, that is a long time. And uh, I'm glad he's back in the fold, like I said. And we're gonna, you know, we're gonna make shit happen, man. So, Absolutely. is I'm glad you went on this show with me, and we're gonna continue to kick ass. Yes, and uh, you know, look out for the Pull No Punches podcast, the return of the Pull No Punches podcast, because it is coming very soon. That was my week in pro wrestling. That is is I am Jay. I'll catch y'all next week. Peace. Emerge 2021, GDIT's signature virtual event series. See Vision brought to life with GDIT and over 40 leading partners showcasing real solutions in digital modernization, emerging technology, and defense cloud. Register at GDIT.com emerge. Using an overpriced trash bag? Pricey, pricey, pricey. A bag that breaks? Whippy, whippy, whippy. Or a smelly bag? Stinky, stinky, stinky. You gotta snag Hefty's Ultra Strong Trash Bag. Always at an ultra-low price. Hefty, hefty, hefty! It has Arm & Hammer odor control, so your nose and your wallet will be... Happy, happy, happy! Hefty Ultra Strong Trash Bags. Hefty Strong, all day long. Hefty, hefty, hefty!